Wagwan people, you're back in the cup with the TBH podcast. It's your boy Shaq, aka Django Jr. You know what the deal is. I'm here with my boy. Fred Smiley here. You know what time it is. Let's go. And of course, over the bottom. Hey, what's going on, people? I'm at the top of my screen. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing is, yeah, the way it'll, the way it'll work, it'll be where I say oh it is. So that's where you are. All right, then. All right, state then. your All name, yeah. Say hello to the Nick Bats. It's your boy, Michael. You know, you know what it is. Yeah, bruv. It's hot today. If you don't, don't know, it's 33 degrees out in these streets. I'm struggling. Mama got my fan here. That's it. I'm seeing, yeah, man. I'm seeing, I'm seeing black man walk around with sunburn and everything. It's so hot outside, bro. <laughs> but yeah, today we got a very, 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 very special guest. Um, he's mm. a good friend of, of Fred, Mr. Smiley's. He's a dancehall artist. He pops and locks. He's the real deal as well. Yeah. We, we, all three of us actually have listened to his bars as well. This guy goes off. So oh, welcome, our guy, Pierre. Big round of applause for Pierre, Jeez. the artist, man yeah, life. Down. Yes, thanks down. for having me, man. Yeah, oh, good to have you here as well, man. Because we haven't had a we had a guest in time, you know, as well. It's yeah, been a while. Oh, yeah, it's been, a, while. It's been a, a hot minute since we had a guest on. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so today we're all gonna talk about like just childhood and just <coughs> funny stuff growing up and stuff. But first, want to touch on a few things. First off, just a reminder. I feel like I might just start reminding people every episode. Black lives still matter. It's not just it's not ended yet. Black lives still mm-hmm. matter. Um, uh, yeah. So obviously. I guess the biggest talking point of kind of this week or like the weeks that have gone um, was the BBC and just their kind of like just do you know what it's not even when BBC do stuff I just don't get surprised anymore no, I'm just never surprised yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it, yeah. it's so just for context so it starts off first off I guess really um, the first mishap they had recently was with Wiley so obviously Wiley said his Mate had his thing on Twitter with his anti-Semitic comments and kind of like, just like. By the way, Wiley is definitely our Kanye. He's our Kanye. He's the UK's what, in the UK. Yeah, he just says he just says madness. <laughs> just says madness. Yeah, he's a bit mad. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Unprovoked. Yeah, hundred, hundred. Yeah, he's unprovoked. Yeah, unprovoked. Yeah, unprovoked yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, madness. <laughs> so yeah, so obviously Wiley got cancelled. Um, uh, he's lost uh, pretty much everything. I think he's been taken off YouTube, banned from YouTube, banned off Twitter, banned off Instagram. But you've seen how you've seen how controversial that is, though, right? Because people oh, yeah, are saying because that. Oh, he, people are saying that he that these social media platforms were so fast to remove Wiley when you've had people like Kitty Hopkins openly yeah. making racial slurs for years, and it took so long mm-hmm. before before um, they removed her from whatnot. Do you know what I'm saying? But yeah, that, that was just bare controversial. People well, had different things to say. Bro, she got her own TV show at one point. This is the mad yeah. thing. She had her own TV show at one exactly. point. Exactly. Like, I think it's a it's a matter of I think we have to get past the point of like ah. Oh. Well, actually, what, what I mean is I don't think people people will hear what we say about this and think oh why are you backing Wiley? It's not about backing Wiley. What we're saying is whatever Wiley's done, and what Katie Hopkins have done, she should have the same the same punishment that he's getting. Because she's right. been doing it for what five, ten years on Twitter, exactly, doing, yeah. doing this kind of stuff, and she's only just been taken off Twitter. So right. yeah, I think it's a. Then, uh, then the, the, the argument could be made that, for example, when Wilfred Zaha got racially abused over social media recently, the argument people have always, well, not always, but people recently have been getting at these social media platforms to take faster action quicker. Yeah. So yeah. now that Wiley thing has happened. I guess they've just listened to everyone and just done the maximum. I'm, I'm deleting them off everything. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, they should yeah. they should have been doing that from early. But now that we're in a time where the racial like tension is so high, I feel like they've just decided to take like 
draw the line and say, yo, any little thing, you're off every platform. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I, hear that. I just feel like but then I feel, I feel like, like he yeah, caught yeah. at a bad time. I feel like if you set that precedent, though, it shouldn't just happen too widely. It should be mm. anyone that you've taken off any platform for any reason, mm. they should get if any like kind of like uh, harmful I fully words agree. towards I fully the agree. community or whatever. Yeah. Just take them off everything then. So Katie Hobson should be getting yeah, yeah. taken off the stuff. Tommy Robinson I'm should be getting bro. taken off. Yeah, yeah. Well, it time. just shows you. It just shows you how powerful. Obviously, I'm not agreeing with what yeah. Wiley said, but it shows. It does show you how powerful. And that what Wiley is, is saying the community is because you yeah. can say what you want about black people, but the Jewish community, you can't yeah. say anything. You know, even yeah. in history in schools, I learned about I learned about the you know Jewish community. I learned all about the Jewish stuff in school. You know what I mean? Yeah. I went to school trips. Yeah. You know what I mean? Concentration camps and stuff. Whereas with black community, you don't really know about black history in schools. So that's yeah. it. Just shows you the power. And that's what he was Definitely. saying. He's not saying. Obviously, he took it back with him saying he like generalized. He shouldn't have generalized everyone. Yeah. But yeah, he was no. talking about obviously his manager and stuff messing him about yeah, 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 who yeah, happened yeah. to be Jewish as well. So yeah. he should just blame it on the person, not you as the Jewish. But Jewish people are made, powerful. Yeah. Powerful. Powerful. You should never generalize uh, uh, yes. uh, thing based on your experience yeah, of one person. He's not wrong mm. in the fact that the Jewish community has kind of contributed to a lot of stuff. If we if there was no like strong Jewish community building up musical theatre, none, none of us would be working in a job right now. Like the whole, the whole theatre industry is built off the backs of like Music industry. Jewish men. You know, the film industry, like they own a lot. Yeah, they own a lot. Own a lot. Yeah. So it, it's not wrong. It's just, I think when you ever, neg whenever you negatively um, generalise people or just maybe just generalising in, in general, I think it's always just a bad, it's a bad look. But yeah, he, so basically he got rightfully kicked off of, of everything. Um, and then, so this isn't really BBC, but I think, I can't remember what, what um, newspaper it was. I think it might have been The Sun or The Moon or something. I, I, I something. think it might have been something. Guardian, bro. Uh, it might have been Guardian. Guardian. Yeah, Guardian. But yeah, it, it was, was some reader racist, and they, um, they took a picture of, they put a picture up of Kano as Wiley. They did an uh, <laughs> article, an oh, article, a whole article of like Wiley. Bro, they did a whole article that Wiley's got his picture. And at the bottom of the picture, I didn't see picture, it, bro. the picture is Kano. Yo, do you know what's funny, yeah? When I know on my phone, me that, that is a mistake. Yeah. Either. Exactly. That is bro. not a mistake. Yeah. Because if you Google Wiley, there are no pictures <laughs> of him. <laughs> exactly. No flipping. Chucky, Chucky not and Lassiter. Chucky and Lassiter, the funniest thing, yeah, on Halfcast. He said that. The thing that vexed me, like, I saw them not put a picture of Kano, yeah, and it vexed me. You know what vexed me? The fact that Wiley's got like a free on top and Kayla's got a skin fade. How'd you get that mixed up? <laughs> mixed up. <laughs> I, was I saw that still. That I was, was funny. Out. I said, oh my days. But then apparently the flipping, um, the Don that wrote the article apparently doesn't control the pictures. So his job is just to write the article, send it to the press, and they do their thing. So obviously well, he's come out now. The person that yeah. writes the article doesn't get the final say. That's the, the, the problem. Yeah. You can write a nice article about someone. Once it gets the final editing, that's not that's they have nothing to do with it. Well. It's really bad. It's really it's just bad. It's just like, like Storms in yeah. Storms in Lakaku. Yeah, Storms in Lakaku. BBC when Kobe Bryant died showed LeBron James highlights. <laughs> so you know it's wow. all, all mad. So I yeah, so man. that's a segue into BBC and what they've done now. So I think on two separate occasions, I think they've had uh, white broadcasters say the M word live on TV, um, and I think. I think what happened was obviously there was a big uproar on Twitter and BBC kind of defended it for a while, like a few days, and then kind of went back and it was like, oh, maybe we shouldn't have defended it. 
But so like people like um, Sideman, um, I don't know what his name, is it David? I think he's saying David Haynes or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. Um, but yeah, so he, he was a Radio 1, um, one extra DJ. He just, he cut, he's like, I'm not, effectively, immediately I'm gone. Um, yeah. I just kind of, just want to open this kind of like conversation of like, what, is it, is it accidents or is it just generally on purpose, like trying to trigger like, do you know what I mean? Is it like I feel no. like it's like gaslighting kind of bull? It has to of... be on. It has to be on purpose. It has to because that's it's like where's like that? They they come with like such a they have such a history that there's yeah. no way that you can think it's okay to say that, let exactly. alone on the news live with people right. watching the whole nation watching. Do you know what I mean? I just think it has to be um, premeditated. I think. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's how I feel as well. And I just feel like with the lot of the amount of times that like these are like big ass institutes. BBC is massive. The fact that they can't go to their archives and look up Kobe Bryant and, and not come back with Kobe Bryant video that baffles me. No. How can you? You could go on YouTube and search Kobe Bryant highlights and put that up there. Literally, on it's the already back, there. For it, you was, it was it was to the point where on the back of my man's shirt you'll see it, James twenty three. So what is what? What, at what point do you look at it and then go, by the way, Kobe Bryant's not in any of this video. Why is that, where right. is that, that thought process? It, can't, it has to be intentional to me. They don't, they don't, they yeah. can get away with it. That's the problem. Black people are at the bottom of the barrel. We always, until, until black people stop investing in Gucci, stop investing in Louis Vuitton, do you know what I mean? I'm not saying you can't have all the finer things. And this is what ZZ Mills yeah. was saying as well. We need to collectively come together and put money into creating our own platforms. You uh, see with America, like, where like, they, like, like the Jewish community, that's why the Jewish yeah, community, like the Jewish community do. The <laughs> Asian community are strong. You know, we've got Bollywood and stuff like that. You, and, but the thing is with American, yeah, Americans have BET. There's so many yeah. programs going on BET, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but, BET, own... yeah, but I think people are cancelling the BET because BET is white-owned. Really? What, sweet, yeah. Swear down. Mm, okay, but what I mean is, but what I'm saying is they still had a platform. Where yeah, but you're right. A yeah. lot of black shows, do you know what I mean? Obviously, I didn't even know that, so that's, that's what I had to think. But we also yeah. need, we, we need our own platforms, and this is the problem. A lot of people want to say, oh, I stand with Simon and all that, but they don't want to put the work in to change things. Yeah, right. And it's about supporting like, people, and that's my problem. Like in answer to your question, Shaq, is it intentional or not? I feel like, being completely honest, I don't think we will ever really know the truth. However, the fact that this has happened on so many different occasions, I have never ever seen it it may have happened but i've never seen it happen with an artist that's not black like i've yeah. never once seen them say professor green's dropped an album and they put a picture of example i've never ever seen on several times i'll go on twitter and i'll see for example kerry brighton dying put a picture of lebron james don't be dropping the album they put a picture of luke Hardy. um Riley getting banned off social, then put a picture of Kayla. And it's, that's just three recent examples, do you know I mean? And it's been happening. Um, and I even saw a tweet by, I don't know her name, but she was a writer at BBC. No, it was a gentleman. He was a writer at BBC and he was writing an article and he asked the people that were in charge, he said, look, I'm writing an article about our culture. I need to use the word, the N-word in my, um, in my article. And they told him, no, he said, you can't use that word in his, in his yeah. piece, straight up to him. And then they've then allowed these two white... Um, Broadcasters to, uh, to use yeah, it on in, in their whatever not. In terms of the pictures and whatnot, for me, that, that comes across as intentional. That cannot be a mistake. There's too much information on the internet to get that wrong. That is, for me, it's physically impossible. 
But the N-word thing, that's, oh, I think once again, that's also intention, in my opinion. But yeah. we'll never know. We'll never it's intentional, but they, can get, they know they can get away with it. It's triggering. That's why I say it's systematic um, racism. They, yeah, it's been going systemic. on for so long. So that's the thing. They can get away with it. Do you know what I mean? With black people. Because yeah, yeah. black people don't really... We didn't have all these platforms before where we can cancel a show. Had, I think it was like 19,000 complaints. And it took yeah. for that. Yeah, Even yeah, then, yeah, it took yeah. for Sideman to quit. And job, then... Yeah. But, yeah. It took, why, but my thing is, yeah, I think there was one other journalist that came out and said something. And there's a woman called... Is it London? What's her name? Lauren Hughes or London? Something I saw something. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah, yeah, London, she came out and she said, I'm going to need people to stand up. The black people, like, whatever the BBC, and it's true. If they all said, someone said, if they, if they all said it, I ain't coming into work today, what what the BBC going to do? If they all said I'm not working, oh, what happens yeah. then? Why is it only Simon losing you know his job? Can I, can, I, can, mm. I, um, can I flip that as well? If every person of colour in the BBC building, and I'm talking from DJs to, to, to janitors, from the top to the bottom, to, if every person yeah. of colour decides to cut in one day, that's a big problem. That's a, a massive problem. It's a massive, massive problem for that's them, man. Yeah. So it's well, I just, I just think that gratitude to make progress, isn't yeah. it? I just think my thing with BBC is that I feel like the only opinion that they care about are these old straight white men. I saw a thing on Twitter the other day where, uh, while this was happening, uh, another black woman used to, who used to work for the BBC, she was saying that she had a show on BBC Sounds. And the producer said that she couldn't say, oh, my God, because it might offend some people. And she couldn't oh, say yeah. she couldn't say the word queer, even though she was, uh, I think she's a queer uh, person. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's gay, yeah. Yeah. So you got, so, so, but it's fine for these white people to say the N word twice in one week, twice right. in one week. And it's right. okay to make all these stupid mistakes. The amount of, we're talking about countless mistakes that have only happened this year. All these mistakes are this year. So, like, the fact that we can't get a, 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 an even like a, a, an apology first time, just like straight up, we know that was wrong, sorry. It's always like, there's always a defense. Oh, the family said they wanted it to be, they wanted people to know exactly what happened. That's regardless of whatever the family wanted, you have to understand that certain things you say on TV will offend certain people, regardless of what your intention was behind it, which kind of sounds like bullshit anyway. Um, but yeah, it's, it's very strange. Like, even you if you what? go, oh, they want, they, want exact, they want the exact words said. Da, 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 da. Why was it a, black, a, a white person saying it? If that's exactly. the case. Why don't you go, to say it. They wanted to say it with their chest. That yeah, was their excuse. You know okay. I think I've been building up the in reason. them for like years and they've been waiting to say, I just want to say niggas. In the mirror, that broadcaster was in the mirror saying, That's the title of this episode. I just want to say, and stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She must have, I bet she said it and just like you know that like when it the way it cuts off because obviously it's just all the like voice voiceovers in it. Um, yeah. nigga. Yes. <laughs> 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 oh, can I just run that? Can I just say that one more time? I'm not sure I got that right. Can I just do another take? Sixty-seven <laughs> <laughs> takes later, got it all out of the system. And as well, like you could tell she was loving it. She didn't just say it, you know. Yeah, she took her time. She said it with feeling. <laughs> yeah. She took feeling. Scared the, scared the, scared the journalist pause. She went, and they called him. <laughs> 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 she was, she's been waiting for this. She went, she went. <clears throat> come on, 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 come
I'm so dumb, man. But you know what? You know what? I do. I can ask you a question about why, why that's all right to be said. I'm not queer and whatnot. This is gonna. I always have conversation with people about this, isn't it? And I do partly think a lot of it is our own fault. And I always say this. I only very recently, maybe over the last year or so, I've changed my mind. I've been like communities and stuff, but. I generally think our own community do not help ourselves when it comes to that, to that um, specific racial slur. That racial yeah. slur has now become so normalised within day-to-day speech, within yeah. music, within television, within comedy, within any sort of Instagram platform you can think of, yeah, that racial slur has now become so normalised that it's technically not even, no, it is technically a racial slur, but it is no longer seen, it doesn't hold the same weight as other words in it. And, that, and, and in my opinion, that's only down to to us, to our community, just I, I know that you know people said, "Oh, we took it back, took ownership of the word and whatnot from enslavement." Well, we didn't really. We didn't really. It's and African we America. That you can't just take back ownership of of a word like that that has so much history. Like it goes it's back to exactly strong meaning. That word, yeah, it's like uh, you know, take take it back to a couple of years. Like I think Kendrick Lamar, you know, he brought mm. someone on stage. You can't have a you can't have a song that's got the N word jumping after. After every single sentence, yeah, and then expect this. I think that even if they don't say it in front of their black friends, these white people, they are saying it at home with their family, yeah, yeah with their yeah. friends yeah. when it's in their community. Take it out. Do you know I mean, you're educated people. You don't need to say the N word in your music. I hate it, brother. And why would that. you want to use that word? That that word is so powerful. That's what they oh. use to call us. Do you know what I mean? That's what will get you angry. Yeah. So it is so normalized now, and it's in every song. But I. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, like, in the UK, I don't really say it too much like that. Sure, like, like you lot. Yeah. I'm sure, we all we all kind of grew up listening to, to black music and a lot of rap music. And, and I know Shaq's really into rap. And I, I remember at least at least until the age of like 21, 22, I was just comfortable saying it in rap music. I didn't care where yeah. I was. I could be on a bus. I could be in a club. Yeah, I'll yeah, just say it because I'm listening to a song. And then I yeah. had to really speak to myself that. I, wh- how can I sit here and get angry and let someone call me that and get vexed when I have just been here? Technically, not giving them permission, but I've been saying it so consistently that every sense of weight to that word is gone, bruv. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Chris Brown and Lil Dicky, bruv. Like, we all heard that song. Every night out, that song's active, bruv. That's oh, my days. They're looking at you dead, eye, dead in the eye in a club. What's up, man? Like, what's up, man? Bro. They love it, so you're right, it's Michael. Man, you're right. No, man, it touches me differently. I don't really like it. I hate it. I kind of my my stance on it is like if you feel the need to say it in all your songs or all your well, fine. For me, I think I grew up thinking, yeah, but it's what it is. Like, I even like kind of feel a bit weird saying this, like, even admitting it. I remember when I'm with my mates, like, you know what. My white friends be like, you know, if you're just singing a song, like I don't really mind too much, like da, da, da. don't make mm. a habit of saying it. But if you're just singing a song, it is what it is. I don't really care because yeah, I'm gonna yeah, sing yeah, it the I same way. Mm. But now I've got older, I'm like, I should have told them not to that it was okay because really, yeah. I'm just it's just because oh. I'm I'm growing up in a situation where I'm one of a few black people anyway, so I'm just kind of mm. saying whatever like the okay thing is to say, so I still have friends. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. like, so it's, just a, it's a weird it's, one. Like, yeah. I feel like now I've got older, like, there's no way I could even hear it. Yeah, was that, was that word used a lot in Jamaica when you were growing up? Um, nah, I wouldn't say that's a, a word that's really used frequently. You might hear it in a song or two, yeah. um, mm. but not like general in like day to day, you know, speaking. Not really, yeah. nah. I reckon, yeah, but, I reckon we probably say it more here than they do in JA. 
Yeah. And like, that's weird because how much closer Jay is, Jay is to, to Africa and America. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's, it's weird. It's weird. I think we're a lot more influenced by by American, American culture. culture yeah. and I also find mm. American culture is more influenced by Jamaican culture, especially like New York and like dancehall yeah. and stuff is like massive in New York and stuff. But America's um, really say it. America's really say it. America's love oh, that. Every, they say that. Every yeah, they sentence, say that. every yeah, film. Yeah. It's but a got, lot, man. I it's think it's a, it's a part of like the way they've been coded, though. I, d- and I feel like when I actually think about it, like how many times does someone say the N-word to another black person and say it in a way that's like, I'm lifting you? The, the amount of times people use it as an argument of like, this is you've oh, taken yeah. it and now it's an uplifting thing. How many times do people go like, it's not uplifting. What, are you, what are you talking about, nigga? You're talking, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's that true. don't sound like it sounds like you've been you've been brainwashed into thinking that like anything less Didn't than it? a human is a nigger. So I'm gonna call you this to make you feel like this. Very rare. The most thing you get is like, what's our oh, oh, my nigger? Yeah, that's my boy. Uh, there's there's Washington in it in trading yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, but like that's but a lot of it is kind of like it'll be like, oh, if I'm coming for you, making a little joke about where where I'm I'm dropping the M word, calling you this. Da, 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 da. So I don't, I don't think we've ever really taken it and done and used it as a way to uplift people. I ah, think we've kind of taken it and just done exactly the same thing that white people were doing with it. Um, but now we're saying white people can't use it, and the white people get pissed off because like they feel like they've been they, you've taken their fucking favorite sweet away from them, and they get all. <laughs> I remember once sat in a sat in an RE lesson. This got nothing to do with the M word, bro. I'm sat in an RE lesson, and a boy puts hands up. I'm saying year ten, so I'm about fourteen, fifteen. And we're, I think we're asking about like what's going. Like he said, the, the RE teacher said, like whatever, whatever questions you have, like there's no wrong questions. We just answer every question because it's RE, and we just want to learn about everyone. You know what I mean? And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> and then swear oh, down, me, fourteen years old. That's old enough to not ask this question. This boy puts hands up. Why is it that black people can say the M word and we can't? I was like, why are you so upset? Why does that hurt you so much? Why does that beat you so much? And I was like, no one should say it, bro. But um, yeah, so I, yeah, I just think- It's cringy though, because I remember being in school, oh, this when I moved to Essex, and I was only black boy in my year, and I remember the teacher, you know, uh, we all, all probably read Of Mice and Men, and that, that yeah. nigga was used a lot because it was during that era. And this this English teacher is reading this confidently, and she was she was reading it, and I was, I was just there, like, and she said it, cash. And you know when you get people to read, obviously, because teachers get people to read, and, and and people were just saying it, catch. I was thinking, and wow, I'm just like thinking, this. I don't have a voice. You got kids like this. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the next line is, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, like, like, thank you, miss. Thank you, miss. This is the problem. So, and and it's that word is the way it holds. But I remember being on tour, like my, the tour I did, the last tour I did, and when the change room it was before a show, and this guy was rapping to this song, and he said the N word, swear down, and a change room just went quiet, <laughs> and I was just like. Wait, just a shift in did he just say what I think he said? And he was like, "What is in the song?" Then he grabbed his grabbed his food and then he and he walked out. And I was just like, "So, bro, the dip, fact the fact dipped that out quick, he dipped out." I didn't know what to say. He didn't even say it with chest and firm there. He said, "Yeah, man said that." Man said, "Yeah, yeah, it's in the song." And he cut. Bob, listen, the fact that the fact that that made the whole dressing room so awkward in the first place is enough to you. show you. That's enough to show you that look. This isn't something that's light. It's not light, bro. Do you know what I'm saying? And unfortunately, it, it, it is light enough that people can say it on BBC and defend it. It's that light nowadays. I, I hate to admit it, but it's really that light nowadays. Yeah. And unfortunately, yeah. there's no other, I don't know, any other community or any other race where they have racial slurs that is that light. That, 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 that gets true. said. That gets said. Yeah, no, I may be oblivious to it because I'm from England, but is, anyone, comments, let me know. I don't know. I've never known a, um, 
uh, community to take a word that's been used against them and just use it like to their base and just go, yeah, yeah, my, yeah. my brethren. Yeah. Da, da, da. But I do think it's, again, for us, it's us taken from Western, from American culture. I don't say Western culture, we're Western culture, mm, but okay. taken from American culture, what is deemed okay there. But that's only deemed okay because the white, pe the white man has told you it's okay yeah. to use this word or, 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 or at people you don't, you don't like or you don't right. think you think are less uh, worth uh, worth your time or less than a human less than a man so i think i just feel like it's a lot of um i think uh, particularly the states they have a lot of un unlearning to do um I, I, um I, a lot of the most workers people come from america don't kill me off don't counsel me i'm not i'm kind of generalizing a little bit but i'm just saying based off what i see on tv i might be wrong and if you don't like my opinion i don't business anyway um, you <laughs> yeah. So you, man, I, 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 well, with the, the oh, sorry, go on. No, I was say, you go, Pierre, you go, you go, you go, you go. Um, yeah, I was gonna say as well, with that, a lot of the time, the argument with white people is that why are black people allowed to say and I can't? And I feel like that's more of a thing of it's, they're saying, I want to say it, not yeah. black people shouldn't. You know yeah, yeah, that's what it is. That's the thing. It's not yeah. really the thought process. Is like, is. You're right. Why are you right. saying that? that. Exactly why, why are black people saying that? Do you remember what? Yeah, it's not. What, I want to say. It. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, that's what it is. It's not like. Oh, is that when you, you is that when you um when you can't have no when you can't have something you want it even more even if you yeah. didn't want it in the first place. So they, they might not even care about the word, but for the minute they said wait what we can't say that. They're down, yeah. but we're meant to be that race. Nah, we want to say that now. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm really, yeah. But that's the whole thing. I feel like every time someone outside of the, the, the white demographic, the white community, as, long, as soon as they do something to lift their culture up, like this, a Stormzy line, that's, uh, uh, Wade did his, his scholarship for um, black kids yeah. in Cambridge. It's yeah. it's like, yeah. That's not anti-white, it's pro-black. It was the second line when he talked about it in his song, I think it's crap. Yeah, yeah. That's not anti-white, it's pro-black. Yeah. There are so many situations where we do something and it's, treated as like an anti-white movement and the media will push this anti-white movement even though it's not about it's not about that ever how can black lives matter uh, how can that equate to you that we're saying black people are more important than anyone else right we're saying our well. lives matter the sense of, as much as the sense of entitlement the sense of entitlement the sense of entitlement and, and, and fear that you're going to lose your status as the the superior, superior race or whatnot bro exactly. you're telling me like you're, uh, you're not even the, the the majority of students that get into Cambridge and Oxford are, are really, really not from ethnic minority backgrounds. And this person is using his wealth, which is the same kind of people you will talk to about taking pay cuts when coronavirus happens, but forget that. But my yeah. man's using his wealth to, 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 to do a scholarship scheme for, and the, and the publishing company, bruv, don't, anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I've lost, I've lost it. But yeah. Philippine, um, but yeah, them man will say that's they're, um, they're racist. And I'm like, okay, cool, listen. For you to say that's racist, like I said before, that's a sense of entitlement, and that's just so much ignorance, bro. Because that's all that all that is is inclusion. It's not exclusion. It's not excluding anyone because you might not already included. All it is is including yeah, ourselves. Exactly. You know what I mean, yeah. and why? Oh, but anyway, but yeah. But like, my question they, to you looking was, at what he's. It's like with that, it's, they're looking at what he's doing and not why he's doing it. Do you understand? Exactly. Yeah. That's that's exactly. The question is, why does he have to do that in the first place? That's because what. Yeah. Yeah. You exactly. I mean? That's the. That's the question. Really, exactly. I shouldn't have to be thinking about losing my money doing this for people, even though it's not, I know he doesn't see it as that, but it's really, I shouldn't be having to spend my money doing this. You should be bringing in these working class people and giving them your right. own scholarships with your big, big Cambridge money, your big, big Oxford money. Exactly. Um, so really, you know, 
the, the, like you say, the question is, why is this guy having to do this right now? Yeah, exactly. Not, not so, yeah. Black people don't get those opportunities often enough. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely so not. that's the whole reason why. And if he wasn't yeah. doing it, then who would? Exactly. You know? There we so, go. There we go. No my question to you lot is, yeah, my question to you guys is, moving forward, how would you man suggest that this gets better? Because for me, like I said, this, the, word, the N-word was something that I would not use frequently, but I didn't think twice about. Do you know what I mean? Especially yeah. using myself until very recently, until like the last year. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't, in terms of how do we move forward and how do we, how do we not now do the unlearning and implement the conditioning to other people? Maybe it's a generational thing or whatnot, but I've said to my mandate in my group chat, like, yo, it's me, man. I'm not trying to hear that word anymore. I prefer if you didn't call me that. I mean, I'm not going to yeah. call you that. I mean, if you want to spit it in your lyrics, to spit it in your bars, fair play, I'm not going to cuss you or whatnot. But from now, I'm just letting you know, I ain't calling you that. And I prefer it if you call me just bro, king, whatever, Michael. Don't, I don't, I'm not trying to hear that word, innit? Yeah. So, uh, how would you mind suggest that we moving forward? I think not it's fix it, sim- but take yeah, steps. To- I think it's very similar to what you said, mate. I think it's just a matter of, if you're in that position where, like, you know, I'm not trying to hear that anymore around me. Duh, 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 duh. I really try not to say it. Like, I'm... I know for me, like I was so in a like American culture. When everyone was listening to grime and stuff, I was yeah. I was banging hip hop. But like okay. we'll talk about it a bit more when we go into the grown up stuff. But like yeah, so like really my my whole culture was quite American. So like the M word was just like I was saying that from probably about fourteen <laughs> to my brethren. Yeah. And stuff, like, mm-hmm. um, so like for me, it's a matter of like it might slip out my mouth when I'm talking to one of my close close brethren. But I'm yeah. trying not to say it as much as possible. And that's possible. the thing, Bob. I'm trying not to. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not like, oh, I've got a Y in my brain. I can cut it out and never say it again. Do you exactly. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You've got to try day by day and just fix it very slowly, isn't it? Like, yeah. I'm not going to I'm trying to, like, yeah. As I say, I'm trying to, I'm trying to yeah, cut, yeah. Out, cut out my music. I'm trying to cut it out, just my general everyday speech to, to my, my, my mates and my, my boys, then. So I'm just trying to, really just trying to, like, I think the best way of reclaiming it is by taking it back and throwing it away and just never just leave it. Yeah, then, I think, I mean, well, I think, it, I think the only way that word can be like abolished, I think, or banned is if a black person, not a white person, because, you know, it's always the white people saying, oh, yeah, no one should use that word. But if a black yeah. person comes forward and the black community comes forward and says, you know what, let's actually get a petition, let's actually yeah. cancel this word. No one should say it. I think that's the only way, because that's going to continue to be um, put in music. And when you're in a club, it's that uncomfortable feeling when you're in a club, let's say a predominantly club, um, white club, white let's say club, friends yeah. that you guys know, when you've been on tour, when you're going around the country, like Pierre, you will know as well. Yeah. But if you, you have to, you want, let's say you want to go out in Glasgow or whatever, you're going to a hip hop club there, predominantly people are going to be white there. And they will say it. Do you know what I mean? They will yeah. say it. You're not going <laughs> to catch everyone. You're not going to be like this, <laughs> looking, around the, looking around the dance floor. Then, don't say it. Could you imagine <laughs> everyone, everyone simultaneously blanking out their end word? In, at, at, at the yeah. same time, everyone just spitting their bars and was going, What's up, man? What's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, someone's definitely it. saying it. You know what I mean? <laughs> all, it, they, it all happened. I see people yeah. doing it, they, they look around. It's, it's yeah, like, uncomfortable. If we're going to say that, like, the way, I've, the way I've kind of gone about it is like, Cool, I don't want to say, I don't want to say it to me, but at the same time, I can't now. I can't now use other racial slurs in terms of jokes either. And what, let me clarify that. When I say that, I'm not saying that I use racial slurs anyway. But for example, the way um, Claude from AFTV said that son was a DVD man, for example, stuff like yeah. that, or like chink, chinky, or the P word for Indians that people say that's not very um, nice, or like Jews that have a... Have a that, do you know what I mean? I feel like if we're on this flex of, yeah, no one should say that word, 
then no racial slurs in general should be used either. Do you know what I'm saying? It's a, well, it, it shouldn't be, be safe for everyone. The thing is, it shouldn't, I mean, be, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be used. Yeah, I can only talk for I can only talk for my race. I mean, I can't talk if them if them are not comfortable with them being called that. Do you know what I mean? Clearly not, because no one ever says it in music. Do you know what's funny? With with let's say the Asian community, I'm talking more like Indians, the Pakistani community, all that. When you go places around Europe, they will call each other that p-word. They they will um like even the people in the hotel. They'll yeah go to the peace shop down the road. When I was trying to get like a ticket to go on the yeah, train, they're like, you go to the peace shop. Oh, people yes. don't say it casually in Italy. Scotland, like, just even, drop it. Yeah. They'll just, yeah. it's cash. Right. Like, it's I cash. I'm like, bruh. That's the thing. They used to say that in school. A, in, in school, they say it all the time. Yeah. yeah. I used to hear it back at school as well. But like, I feel like, actually, I remember hearing it once. Bro, your lighting went mad, you know. It looked like you had the Holy Spirit in your room, bro. Who me? Who me? My lighting went mad. No, I said the Holy Spirit. Nah, it was it was fresh. You had the you had that oh, little like little little glint. So I was like, little, little, little dumb. <laughs> man got res- resurrected in in, in Fred's house. Okay, Essex. Um, but, uh, yeah, so yeah, let's, yeah. Let's yeah, go school, on. It? Let's talk about uh, yeah, growing up. So um, yeah, obviously we all are kind of old now. We're old. I'm I'm the youngest, obviously. Like you can see it from my pretty beard. Sweet, sir. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to, to compare different, like, um, I, I, what it was like growing up with people because I know, like, obviously, like, people like Michael, you were born, you were, you were born North London, didn't you? you moved to, yeah, born, okay, yeah, born um, North London, big time, okay. Uh, Fred, you're from Essex, Pierre, where are you from? No, I was born in East London, bro. Um, but yeah, oh, but you're born in East London, but you're now yeah, in Essex, yeah, yeah. yeah. and you were, you were born in JA, we born uh, in JA? me, I, I was born in Coventry. Yeah. Oh, Coventry. And then, yeah. Oh, Coventry. I should have known that. Okay, terrible. Yeah, I, I, was born, I was born in Coventry, and then um, I went to Jamaica to live for the first time when I was seven. Oh, right. yeah. Okay, so you've had, you've had a bit of everything. Everywhere. Yeah. 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 The school's different. School's different in Jamaica. I, I basically call school in Jamaica. <laughs> oh, yeah. School, school is different. I mean, like, when I... Um, first started going to school i think now it's not really happening but like the teachers were allowed to hit the kids yeah 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 so yeah, it, was, yeah. It, was, it was peak like if you were rude then you know you yeah, get you're getting it yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, i remember yeah. I, was, I was i was quite well behaved at school so it was a rare occurrence for me though yeah not um, trying to get licked not trying to get licked no. <laughs> nah man get out home <laughs> not to get out home it's bad enough it's Go in, go to school, get licks, go home, more licks. That that's I mean. Yeah, well, uh, what was that? Do you remember, um, because I remember very distinctly, because I, I never I never grew up in Jamaica. I never spent, like, a very long, like, over, like, a year, or last spent weeks in Jamaica. But I remember once I went there during school term, and this was back when you were allowed to go on holiday during school term. Now you can't do that at school at all. Um, right. I remember going down to um, JA and my cousin, um, Devonte. shout out to Devonte. I don't know if you're still in Nottingham, hit me up, cousin. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, so I ended up going to school with uh, my cousin Devonte, and um, remember the, the lady came up to me and she was, she was so nice to me, you know, she was proper, proper nice. So I'm thinking, it's going to be a really good day at school, my lad. I thought, like, it's hot weather, it's warm. I'm like, I've never been to school in Jamaica. This is a mad experience. Then I saw some kid backchat the teacher and get one ruler to the back of his head. 
And I went, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to keep my mouth shut from now on. I didn't say nothing to the rest of the school. Rest of the school I didn't do nothing. I went there. I did nothing in trouble. Cousin was like, oh, do you want to go over there? I was like, I don't, I don't really have to go over there. Did, would, they, would we get in trouble if we actually walk into the bathroom? <laughs> I have to ask the toilet. I'm not really too sure what we should do. Um, me in it. A couple of little Oxford boys right at the time. Like, this, is like, this is like before like even like um, Lion King. So like when I was younger. This is Oxford. Like Oxford. Like a proper posh back then. I'm not sure about what the protocol is like, can I do this without getting, I was just scared the whole rest of the school. Oh, talking about Oxford for both Shaq and Pierre, when you went to Jamaica, did they look at you different as the English Jamaican you? Because I know in the African culture, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When, you go, yeah, when you go there from England, they're like, you're not really nice, yeah. are you? You're not yeah. really Jamaican, I mean. They just call, they used to just call me English, my cousins in Jamaica. Enough people used to call me English as well. I'm a dev. English? Because, um, like, my grandma's side of the family's from St. Thomas, so I was living with her. Oh. And um, even, like, I just be walking up the road, people shouting, yo, English! <laughs> yeah. 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 They, they, it's, and it's like they greet me like I'm a big oh, yeah. man. These times I'm seven. They're like, yo, yeah. English! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah, yeah. like, yo. Yeah, man. Oh, man. One, thing I, one thing I will say about Jamaican schools is their educational system is... I, from what I've kind of grasped and from what I've learned, especially even like during the Windrush generation, that education system was better than the UK one. When I was young and at school, I knew it was at the same level or like sometimes actually a, a bit better than the UK, um, the UK schools were doing and so academically. Um, you see, like you hear about the Windrush generation, so many people turn up from the Caribbean as like qualified doctors and all this stuff and they didn't, couldn't get a job because... These men that want to employ the, these overqualified people, so they ended up like working at factories and stuff. But um, yeah, so I just feel like that. I, I I think now I look at it back as a as a whole experience of like, yeah, that school that's really good. And I just remember learning more than I'd learned at, at my own school that one day. It, maths was easy that day. I don't know what okay, cool. maths was. Would you man? Would you man take your children to school in Jamaica? Um, pro. I'm- it's hard one though because you have got to think about yourself as well. That's all. That's not just saying, "Oh, I'm not going to just ship yeah. my son off to Jamaica to go." To school. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, well, I feel like with, with Jamaica as well. Yeah, it's yeah. like the kids are more advanced with a lot of other things, so it's like they they they'll get exposed to certain things that they're not supposed to be exposed to, probably oh, yeah. earlier than they would in England. Maybe not to today because of social media, but especially back when I was growing, like I, I, I had to kind of grow up um, quicker, um, a lot earlier than, and I was exposed to certain things that I wouldn't really be exposed to if I was um, in England. Do you know what I mean? Even like, at set, even like at a young age, you'll see like a five-year-old just, you know, whining a gal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like these things, these things happen. But, even, but even like past that, past like just even whining, I think I said when I go to JA, whining I, a gallon. Yeah, exactly. Literally, like when I when I go to JA, I'm from um, I'm from Discovery Bay, where my my grandparents are from. Um, oh, okay. And my other grandparents are from Kingston. Um, but when I go back, I always go to Discovery Bay, and I go um up to a place called Tickets, where my grandparents kind of grew up. Um and I just remember there was a lot more, there's a lot more um, responsibility given to a, a young black, uh, a young, not black, a young Jamaican child. There always, there's lots of things that you're required to do from an early age that you're not necessarily able to do, not, not necessarily um, entrusted to do even at, at 
the age when we're at, uh, in, a, in a UK school because mm. really like I, don't, I can't remember having a responsibility really other than like cleaning up and stuff until I was about 16. You know what yeah. I mean? Like 14, 15, 16. And I'm not saying I'm not saying either way is a bad way. I'm just I'm just kind of painting a picture of it. It's very uh, as you say, I think like Jamaican children uh, are exposed to a lot more at very earlier a much earlier age. Yeah. Especially um, if you're an older sibling as well. Yeah. I've got like cousins, um I remember like growing up with them and like the older siblings, they, they might even be like 11, 12, 13. Mm. They're looking after the younger ones that are three, four, mm. five, and six while the yeah. mom is out. They're cooking, they're washing clothes, cleaning, yeah. everything. Picking up from school, it's everything. Yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's was, a lot, man. It's a lot. So, what was school like for you, Fred? What was, how did you find the whole school experience like? School was just, I guess. Obviously, I've got two older siblings and a younger sibling as well. So they went to school there. They set their president. So I knew, like, I knew the punishments that were coming. You know what I mean? Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had seen, seen the consequences. I had seen. Right. So you're prepared. So I, I, I went, um, I went wow. to school. Uh, I went to school in East London, uh, St. Bonds, uh, St. Bonaventure and Forest Gate. That's why I went up until, I think, year nine. Uh, then my dad got a job in... Essex, so we, we moved the family out to Rayleigh. I'm talking about deep in the countryside now, like, you know what I mean? So I, I remember my brother said, Dick, Rayleigh's near, near South End. Rayleigh's Rayleigh, Rayleigh. Rayleigh. So yeah, we were like, and then I was thinking, right, this is like new. This is like, what? So I must have, we must have moved now. And so I've gone from a all boys school, Catholic all boys school, where it's rather than swingers like most days, or it's just like, you know what I mean? Boisterous boys. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, chicken and chip shops every corner to Rayleigh, where <laughs> yeah. the stations are walk away, like everything's far. Yeah, trust me. But where I live, where I live, my school was literally down the road, so there was no. Yeah. Um, I mean, so um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I was the only black boy in my year, but school was calm. Like I think I got more freedom when I moved to Essex because my fam, my, my dad and my mum were like, okay, we're in Essex, it's safe for you. You can go about. Mm. So I remember you know, I was getting like, I went to a mixed school. So I, remember, mm. I remember girls knocking on my door. <laughs> I like, yeah, can a friend yeah, come yeah, and play I... out? In my yard, bro. Because I lived, I lived in the school. I could see the school from my house. So they were knocking <laughs> on my door like, yeah. They are knocking on my door, yeah, yeah friend, can Fred come out? And my parents were like, yeah. I was like, what? Because I, <laughs> I wasn't allowed that anything. I wasn't allowed out. People were playing in the streets. They'll do what they And I, I didn't really get to go out like that. So when we moved to Essex, I was thinking, this freedom. So when yeah, we were taking me to freedom. like, Taking me to like all these like you know all these forests and all that and then yeah going to parties like little and then people drinking alcohol. I'm thinking huh? I, if I even touch it because I've been brought up that listen you're not a follower you're a leader so my ass will get whooped if I was doing madness like yeah, that. But yeah. school was school was fun. My enjoy, I enjoyed school. I didn't even though like being the only black boy in my year, I didn't experience like racism like that in terms. Of, I don't think anyone tried. I guess I guess I had one party and then everyone met my brother. So, <laughs> oh, you're that guy. Yeah. You're that yeah, guy. Like, so, yeah, yeah. yeah they they met my brother, and they were like, "Oh, is that your brother?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah." They're like, "Oh, yeah, he looks well, huh? you know." <laughs> so, <laughs> they, they didn't try it. Yeah, they didn't try it. And even in even in school, like the older guys in the other years, like my brother was a bit. He was in this group of guys that they were just terrorized the teachers. So, when I was in East London, they knew the teachers knew me for like. Mr. Martin, Mr. Martin, like, do you know what I mean? That's yeah. my, like, do you know what I mean? So, 
yeah, they knew straight away. So <laughs> I was, I was, I was, I was a good guy though. I didn't, not too much stress. But school was still, school was good. A good experience for me, man. What you, you Michael? The, so oh, on, on, quick question: Did you find that transition? Into, you were quite young actually, doing that transition from, from a, uh, not private but boys' school to a mixed school. Mixed, was yeah. That, how did you find that? I, I guess it probably might not be when you're, you, when you're quite young. That kind of transition doesn't really matter because you're young anyway, so you all kind of talk to anyone. But I found in like Oxford, it might even be more the fact that these schools are like kind of like private schools as well. Um, I remember going like I used to because I'm in I've been in theatre my whole life. A lot of like upper middle class people. I'm, I've got a lot of very good friends who are kind of middle class, upper middle class kind of vibes. And I used to go to a lot of parties. At, um, there was an all girls school called Oxford Oxford High School, and there was an all boys school called Norton College. Um, and I used to turn up to these parties. I had friends on at one school, friends at the other school, and I had my own friends. We had public school. We were like mixed schools, but I always found that we were a lot more capable of talking to the girls than the boys were. <laughs> the ones from Maudlin, the ones that were, and these are like, uh, and I have a lot of good friends at Maudlin, but a lot of you lot kind of come off as wankers in public. Um, they, they, they could. You know, people that oh yeah, I've got this. I've got that. My father was like, my father was like, Angus, have you done this? Like, <laughs> right, do you know what I mean? Like that's what they were like. I remember one time. Yeah. This was how bad they were at talking to girls. Yeah, I remember one time I'm at a party and this girl I think was chatting to another guy and they weren't really sure what was going on. And it was getting a bit weird. And he comes over to her, and this is what, this is the word come out this man's mouth. He goes on. Uh, uh, I'm gonna make up a name because I don't want to fuck any of them, them people up. <laughs> um, uh, hey, Charlotte, um, I don't want to be gay or anything, but can we talk? <laughs> Man said, I don't want to be gay or anything, but can we talk? Like, yeah, like, that was, that was their, that's where their mentality was from. To be sensitive or to be able to communicate, I just felt like there was such a difference for me. Like, like I grew up in a mixed school, so like, for me, like, I'm used to just having a conversation with girls. Like, no, no issue. I'll talk to a girl with my mate. I'll talk to a girl. I fancy it's fine, either way. But I found when it got to the point of like everyone's getting older now, and like some people have started to have sex, da, 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 da. some of them man didn't know what they were doing <laughs> when they would talk oh, the talk. Okay. You know, they talk the talk because they were they go to a boys' school, so you know mm -hmm. all the boys do as they grow up is chat the chat. Really, these mm -hmm. men are talking the hardest. Talking the hardest. Mm -hmm. Shout out to gigs, man. But yeah. they have no source. They have zero source. <laughs> now the boys, the boys in East London were doing that. When I was in my old boys school, they were doing madness from yeah. what my eyes were seeing. You know them days of them video, you yeah, know them Nokia's. That's some weird shaped Nokia. I remember them days. You can see them video recordings and stuff. Oh, they were yeah, doing yeah, madness yeah. from from school. I was a, I was a good boy, but um, yeah, the transition. You know, for me, when I when I have children, I want them to go to mid school because I feel like yeah, it sets you up learning how to when you're comfortable with women around yeah. you from young. It sets you how to talk to women, how to treat. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah. from young you need to be around. I think you need to be around opposite sex because when you're when you're op, like when you're in, um, just the same school, same sex schools, I think sometimes you know girls sometimes get too gassed. Boys as well get too. You don't like you said. Sometimes you don't know how to talk. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. All you're thinking is horny, horny, twenty four seven as you're a kid when you're growing your hormones. <laughs> when yeah. you're when you're in a mixed school, I think it's a lot better in my opinion. I think you know yeah. from young you're hundred hundred. You know what I mean? You're what? comfortable with the opposite sex. So, Michael, what was it like at school for you? Um, so, first, I, I was born in Northwest London, Edgware. I went to Edgware Primary School and Edgware Infant School. Um, that was lit. Uh, all my immediate family in London as well. So, me and my cousin were at like rival schools, which was very funny. Um, and then, 
my mum got a better job, so we moved to Milton Keynes now. It's like seven or eight. These times I'm Mad. Vexed. Oh, no, I don't know. These times I'm vexing it because I've my my perception. Bear in mind, there's no there's no social media or nothing. These times I can't just you know quickly go and check what Milky's looks like in it. Like I'm not a yeah. quick thing. I ain't got a smartphone, nothing. So flipping, I'm just like Milton Keynes, right? I'm thinking, well, I don't know what it looks like, but I know it's not London. And my cousin's here, and my, I had a boy called Shaquille in it. He lived like around the corner from my yard. I'll never forget him, but I ain't seen him since. But just not, if, if you ever come across yeah. this brethren, shout me in it. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, so now we've moved to MK and whatnot. And I was slightly happy because we moved from a, a flat to a house, to a, to a bungalow, to oh, okay. upgraded property in it, uh, which is cool because I've got a better job and whatnot. And um, but I said on the, the estate we moved to, the primary, no, the school, like secondary, primary, like it was like an in between, whatever. I was only there for like year four. So I was there for like a year. Me and my sister were the only black kids there, which was like, oh, okay, cool. I expected that monkey, bear trees, bear roundabout, uh, whatever. Bear <laughs> <So then, laughs> roundabouts. Um, bear <laughs> trees, bear roundabouts, bear lakes. Black kids and no black people. <laughs> So these times now, it is a bit of a stress, I can't lie. But these times now, I get into year seven, and year seven is lit, bro. So I've gone to uh, a school called Frank Markham Community School, right? And this is, this. I've never seen more, I've never seen more flipping mix of races and cultures in one place. It was like a melting pot. You had the Marlies. You had the Africans, you had the Yardies, you had the Polish, you had the white, them, like, everybody <laughs> left, right, and I was like, right, this is lit. So I, I was that, I was the kind of you at school that was a, I was a chubby you for starters. At school, I was chubby you. So I was like, you know, I wasn't really drawing down or nothing from early, you know, none of that. I was man them, man them, and I, and I was, um, I was a floater. I was a floater. So I could call, I could call off with the man them, kickball and what, whatnot, and I'll go check the geek them, like the maths them, like, yo, you man. That's the best way to be, though, isn't it? That was like me, trust me. I feel that's the best way to be. And I'll go check the gal them, and I'll go check the other dons, the Mali them, and then I'll go check the gentleman. I'll just like, I'll be in the performing arts department and then go to somewhere else and whatnot. But Mm. um, that was like a community, that was like a proper, and it had a reputation for being a rough school. Um, Then that was year seven and year eight. After year eight, man had this really long summer holiday because the government put bare peas into the school, changed it to MK Academy. Um, Not down the thing, it became all nice, posh, new, Black to wear blazers See, and shirts. Blazers and, and all yeah, that, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Before that, it was literally a <laughs> polo shirt, any black bottoms and any crepe. I'm feeling school like, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, um, you know, not Air Force, Air Walk. You know, the wide ones. Yeah. Air Walk. <laughs> I was going to Air Walk. Oh, them yeah. ones, like, yeah. the skate. <laughs> yeah, the skate. You know about skate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Everyone's got their Just Do It bags. And yeah, Dan, let me get a Just Do It bag. Just bag. do it, yes. How, how much is it? £30. £30? I said, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then you're never seeing it. I remember, Ooh, I remember, I remember seeing a, um, a Just Do It bag and the way my mum just broke down how illogical and impractical that was. Yeah, they, they, are, they were stupid. They like, were small, I was like, yeah, yeah, fair enough, actually. Fair enough. Then they got me saying that. £30. Pounds. They got a bigger version. I think I had a bigger version. The bigger version when they mentioned that, I was like, okay, cool. No, 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 Give me the, give me the, um, what are the other sports brands they used to wear? Slag so yeah, 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 Gola. We used to do that like Gola side. Gola, yeah. Gola side, yeah, side fam. It was, it was, that was the thing. But flipping, I used to get in trouble in school for talking, bear, talking. Like, I wasn't a bad you, innit? I wasn't, like, 
naughty. But one, I wanted to be popular and cool. So more times I do look cool, you know. And if you, to me, I get I'm I get emotional in it. So if I feel like I've been treated unfairly, I can't just, you know, shrug it off in it. So these times here, if a teacher's getting at me and I'm like, bro, I ain't done nothing, I'm just trying to understand what's going on. These times, next lesson, I'm more likely just gonna be a bit of a waste man in it because I'm just yeah. vexing it. I'm just annoyed. But I just talk, I talked a lot, I tried to make people laugh, I tried to be that kind of clown and whatnot. Sometimes I was funny, sometimes I got kicked out and whatnot. But I was never a bad you. <laughs> Never about yeah. you. It was just bare fun, but school was fun. We used to like me and the older like we used to call us like the African lot in it, the older West Africans and the, um, the East African Tanzanians and that. In like breaks, we like cut from lesson yeah. And the way MK Academy is set up, there's like bare hallways in it, and one man would have their speaker, and they just but we'd literally play Afrobeat tunes and just have like have dance offs in the corridor in it until one side he's like ah oh, boys, and this man just start cutting, just cut, cutting, cutting, cutting. <laughs> next level, you know what I mean? School, bro. School yeah. was fun. I had a great time, but but unfortunately, I didn't have no older brother in it. So these times, oh, I'm taking, yeah. I'm taking, I'm taking all the L's. So anything I that gonna, I am, yeah, I was gonna <laughs> ask actually about siblings and stuff. Because remember when you go to school, like, oh, bro, like bro. you were saying, like for me, I didn't have any older siblings, but I had a lot older cousins, and we all went to the same school. Like my cousins mm-hmm. went from the same primary school, shifted up, um, like obviously by age group, same secondary school. So for me. And for my cousins and stuff, it was always a competition. Who's who's doing this? Who's getting the best? Da, 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 da. But never like a like a oh, I've got to be smarter than him. Just more like a oh, he got that. I got to make sure I at least match that. Like at just least. like <laughs> yeah, at least at the very least I have to match yeah. it. Um, so yeah, I remember just having all that stuff with my cousins and stuff. I remember yeah. Um, the thing the the cool the best thing about having cousins was is that you just felt you just felt support regardless. I think when you're at school or an older brother or older sister. I think it does make your whole kind of like process a bit easier. Like not even like just the kids in your year not fucking with you because you got old cousins, but people in the year above. Like you're not. There's no way oh, I'm bro, getting bullied. That's the worst, you know what bro. I mean? You're not bullying me because my cousin will bang your face off. My cousin will beat you up, <laughs> and you know. You might know when you're younger and that you don't you don't get to decide your trim. Your dad decides your trim. <laughs> you don't decide your trim. I remember, I remember one time I got like it was a zero all over. Everything was gone. It was all scalping that year. Just no nothing in it. So I've, gone school, I've gone to school oh. now. Yeah, <laughs> I've gone to school now. Yeah, and I, I, I'll I, never get this. I'll never get this guy's name. The guy's name is Carlton in it. I mean, so far, this is before it's MK Academy. So I'm in year seven. I'm a young buck in it, and this guy just come up to me, see me in the corridor, and let's say this is my head. Yeah, man, just go like this. He just. Rips it and just went on, on the hook, just licked off my hook in it, and I've been hurt. And I remember just getting so vexed. Yeah, my boy was like, "Yo, my boy was just like, just don't, don't, don't react in it. Just like laughing. He was like, he's old in it, like he can't do nothing in it. And he's like, it's just these man playing with you in it. Like more time, just firm it, and they'll just allow you next time in it. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, bro. What do you mean, bro? What, yeah. what, like what my head, bro? What would you? I was like, no. Nah. <laughs> That's that thing though. When you're when you're younger as well, with like older kids. Really, uh, it's just a matter, and not every older kid is a bully because I remember being older and never bullying someone. Like, I just thought it was some waste bullshit, or like even like just picking on a kid younger than me, I just thought it was just waste and yeah. waste of energy. Um, but them kids that are inclined to kind of like pick on you or like kind of make fun of you or have a laugh with you or like try and aggravate you, the worst thing to do is to react to them. If you react to them, they're coming tomorrow with the same same, <laughs> same cup yeah. in the back of your head. If so you ignore true, them, like, got him. And the no, thing is, I, I don't even know if bullying is the word. It was more of like, I'm going to use the word initiation. It's literally it's like, that, okay, yeah. let's just see what this shoot is about. If he's cool, if we yeah. can send him shots, go against yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, who's stating the authority, man? That's what, that's yeah, what I Yeah, literally. Do. 
Um, but um, yeah, no, so obviously I've got an older sister, but she lives in London. Like I said, my cousin lives in London. So and we went to church in London. So every weekend we're in London, every weekend we're in London. So I was like, MK Monday to Friday, Saturday, Sunday, weekend London. So I was getting both cultures, both like the London culture and the MK culture. There was a lot of intertwining. So I was coming to, I remember my boy Dion told me that we were having a conversation and I said the word, I think I said the, the word like, Leng. So I said a slang word that he never heard before. And he, he only told me this like last week. He was like, yo, when we had that conversation at school, you know, I just pretended to me what you said, but I have no clue what you said, bro. So I was like, <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, and I was like, it all makes sense now, isn't it? But um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, now nah, it was school was jokes. But what I was going to ask is like, did you man have all like the free school dinners and that? And you man used to like cuss? Because I remember, yeah, like, if you were on free school dinners, you was like, oh, raw, like, oh, you're not, you ain't got peas or whatnot. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the people well, that have peas would bring the, <clears throat> like, let me go yeah with a packed lunch and that <clears throat> yeah i think when you when you're younger as well and i think in general kids are like kids are dickheads like they are like yeah, from, yeah. until until they hit like 17 until they hit about 17 and start like <laughs> realizing that like oh certain things i've done in the past probably aren't very nice things i've done I've probably said not a couple of like, not so nice things to people that's when the change kind of starts when you become like an adult and you're kind of hearing people's experiences a bit more um, and you're not living in your own world of like, I'm a kid and I just can just say what I want because I'm a prick. Um, but like, kids are just horrible. Kids will tell you, like, younger, the younger they are, the more honest they are. So they don't care about how you feel. They'll just tell you with like any, because they don't have that, they don't have that filter. Yeah. Older kids will give you implicit, like, kind of like, yeah, well, exactly. And then like, when you see like, like older, like from like probably 10 to 16, there's that, mm. it just gets clicky. That's what happens then. You get clicky and you have your little friends and like, you bitch about your friends and, and your enemies. And you don't say nothing yeah. to each other's face. And, then, and if you say something to your to their face, it's always out of anger. It's never like a respectful, like it's always like a horrible and then everyone starts laughing. It's, kids are the worst, bro. I don't care. Like, like as, as much of a, as much as like, I want to be a dad when, I, like, when I'm at that point, like I can't wait to be a dad, but like, kids are just, Horrible sometimes. Like, Some I'm kids, they're something alive. That's crazy. What do you mean? Ah <laughs> oh, man, kids, oh, man. bad mind. I do, I do, I do think, I do think it's so, I do think it is something. Like, I teach uh, in it, so I feel because like we have to be. Like, yeah, I taught it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah I, I know. Some too. kids are so. Poor, I know some. Man. I know some. Sure. I know some I good youths, bruv. I know some good youths, bruv. Some kids, some kids are nice for real. Of course, there are some good kids, but they get overshadowed by the little wankers that sit next to them and will tell you shit like, "Oh my god, like." Is that a wig you're wearing? So <laughs> 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 you know I mean, like you have to be careful. This way, like, I remember, like kid, little kids. That's the one with when, when like your your sister or someone's got a weave. That's not your real hair. Oh god, so good, so good. Kids again, and I don't, I don't know if it's like the generational change of like the 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 young adults are the young parents are like. Do you know what I mean like there's their kids are now having kids and stuff like. And yeah. they're not getting treated the same. Then maybe they're not getting raised right. the same way that we were getting raised when we were all kids, even right. the parents themselves. But right. certain things you just don't say to people. Like yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I could remember. Nah, nah, I feel like when I was yeah, when I was at school, what the kids they weren't too bad, you know. Yeah, that's a lot friendlier. Um, yeah, this this was England because I went to school both here and in Jamaica as well. Cool. And uh, even going back to what you were saying about the packed lunch versus like the the free school dinners, like some of that food in in the free school dinners was kind of paying still. Oh, but yes. I enjoyed that. I can't lie. I can't yeah, lie. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? 
I think I went through phases. Sometimes I'd bring packed lunch, and sometimes it was like the free yeah, school. Yeah. It depends on it, yeah. Um, yeah, because oh, oh, I, oh. I used to like the free school dinners all as well, because they, they used to come with like certain desserts, certain sponge cakes with a custard and that. The you know sponge cake, chocolate sponge cake, chocolate custard. Oh, that's where that's where that's where being a that's where being a floater between good friendship groups is lit. Because I told you I'm a chubby youth, but I'll get I'll have maybe like one week I've got peas in it, so I've got a quick pack lunch here, and I've seen oh rah. Then when I'm doing sponge cake and that this week, so I've gone over to my other group here, like, oh, yeah, you, man, I beg you, innit? Like, what, are you getting your cake today? Are you getting your dessert today? No, you're not that. <laughs> boss, man, innit? Yeah, done, no magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, you always knew, you always knew. Are you dessert today? You always knew the kid that had money or got bare pocket money because there will be the kids that go to the shop, pound the shop, get yeah. bare snacks and sell it 50p. Yeah. 20p. <laughs> 10p. And I used to, I was a chubby kid as well. I was a chubby kid as well. Every morning without fail when I was in East London, I'd get up to... Go for Upton Park or go Greg's, bro. One pound sausage roll, bro. <laughs> I have That's a sausage a roll in the morning. Every morning, bro. Oh, bro. Then lunchtime, oh, wow. I'll firm it. Lunchtime, I'll be like, okay, cool. And obviously, the year 10s and year 11s were allowed to go out. So they'll go to the kebab shop. I'll get kebab and chips, yeah, bro. I'll get kebab and chips for like, I thought it was one pound or one pound 50. I'll give the yeah. orders. They'll come and bring me with like a burger sauce. <laughs> oh, bro, I'll oh, munch man. that. Obviously, we won't allow that. So if we got caught with it, I'll take the food off. So I'll eat under yeah, the yeah. stairs. Someone watch out anyone's round. Quickly munch it. Bruv, my diet was horrible. So yeah, <laughs> no. My thing, see, my thing was sweets, innit? Every morning. So you, yeah. went to, you went to Greg's, yeah? I went to go get... I got a lion bar. Because these times the end of the trip, I, got, <laughs> I got a lion bar. I, I got remember, strawberry, strawberry laces. And I got wow. cherry-aid, innit? That equaled up to a pound. Oh, cherry-aid. <laughs> cherry-aid, strawberry laces, and lion bar. So by the time I got to registration, 9 a.m., I'm buzzing. What? Sugar? You're yeah. what, everybody? Good job. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we've been like cracking, bruv, in the school, bruv. Ah, listen, that's the one. Remember that? We were talking about the kid who um sells on, used to sell on stuff. Does anyone, does anyone have a friend at school who used to like get his, used to buy either buy his lunch or get packed lunch and then sell that shit off and come back home with profit? My brethren, oh, Fabian. kids are like. Oh, wait, my brethren, Fabian, or, or different. I'm shouting you out, full name, everything. You used, yeah, to to school, as well. you used to turn up to school with food. I don't know if it was packed lunch. I think it was packed lunch. And if your mum's watching this, you're going to have to get beat as well. Get older, old adult self. I'm going to get beat for it. <laughs> you used to turn up with like, um, you know, there used to be like chocolate. It's like mint chocolate. Like, it's just like, um, it's like them. Um, yes, I know. Like, you know, like, you know like the about. gold bars, but it's mint. Yes, you know, I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you used yeah. to turn up one of them. Like, like, three of them or some, a pepperami, a can of... Uh, Dr. Pepper, da, 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 da. people will turn up. I swear to God, I'll be sitting with him in, in lunch or break or something. Something like, like you know, little kids because they just want to, they're excited to want to touch it. They move it, literally move it like they need a fix, bro. Like, no, hell, Fabian, fam. <laughs> Fabian, have you got that? Um, <laughs> what, and got, his name um, is Fabian as well, bro. <laughs> he sounds yeah. like a shot anyway. Well, <laughs> 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 Fabian, have you, um, oh, you got that pepperoni, bro? Because I get a pepperoni still. Someone like, yeah, I got one yesterday, I liked it too. Oh, yeah, man. Nice. Yeah, Fabian. Yeah, this is how you general a whole school and they, I'm telling you, man made profit. Pepperami. Yeah, man, one pound. What? Wait, 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 Man's giving a whole, yeah. whole pound. Mm. Oh, that's that's the size of your little thing. That is an L. That's an L. That's a fat L. That's a W for a man like Fabian. I'm, I'm, I'm going to hot up my guy. So, Jordan, Jordan Powers, full name. Yeah, if you're watching this, you're probably not, but if you're watching this, I'm hotting you up. 
Jordan Paris. So his thing was never packed lunch in it. I don't know where he got his peas from. Like, he probably got peas to get packed lunch at shop or whatnot. Yeah. But it was, for him, chocolate. So galaxy cookie. These times say galaxy cookie crumble just come out. That means the new <laughs> thing. I've got the new thing. Yeah, I've got the new thing. Yeah, the galaxy cookie crumble. He's got the normal galaxy. He's got like what? And the laces, and the fizzy laces as well. Bad things, bruv. Come with your backpack full yeah. up, bruv. And we used to have break and then lunch. So there's two times opportunity just to cool off in it. Both times, well, I swear down, JP going backyard with at least a tenner. At least yeah. minimums. What? He's left job with five sheet, gone back with a ten sheet. What profit? I was like, raw. Yeah. And I thought about it. I was like, <laughs> I was like, hey, should man jump on that? But I was like, these times here, if I if I start bringing home pee, my mom's thinking, where you get ten pounds from? And it. I was, I, was in, I was in enough trouble because I was skinny kid and I just didn't eat my black lunch. I wouldn't eat it, like all of it. I'll get enough trouble not eating my lunch. Imagine oh, I'll come back. Trying to sell it. I, imagine I'll come back with money instead. My mom, oh, I mean, my mom would have gone off. The, that would have been like, that would have been the limit. Yeah. I'd rather yeah. be eating it and got the consequences of not eating it than if I went, yeah. oh yeah, I just gave it to some other people. That's face. Like, yeah, like, that's how your mom will see it as just face, you know. What, really, when, gave but you really, really that's, that's entrepreneurial. That's like this man can flip money. This boy is gonna be. This is the this is the key. This is the key of our uh, family. Go uh, like, whoop. <laughs> this is Black Wall Street. <laughs> <laughs> how much do you man? How much do you man get for like dinner money and travel? I got twenty to twenty five pounds. Twenty ten pound. Twenty pounds of the. Oh yeah. So ten pound was for the travel card, yeah. Mm. And then ten, and then ten was um, ten for mm. school dinner. So two pound a day. Yeah. So two pound a day. Yeah, well, that will yeah. get me. That'll get me a full meal basically. Yeah. But if I wanted to be greedy because I was a chubby kid, I want. I'll firm not eating, brother. I'll firm not eating. And then after school, now I'll go and get chicken and chips or whatever. I'll get off at East Ham, yeah. get one pound pizza. Bro, one pound pizza. Oh, there was yeah. a one in East Ham. Oh yeah, I remember oh. that. I remember that pound pizza place still in East Ham. Still is it still there? Yeah. I'm not sure, but you know, not sure because that place was the ah. Oh, their pieces are uh, banging. I'm talking to you, Fred. Yeah. So I would, I live walking distance. So especially, so secondary school, year seven onwards, I live walking distance in it. So I'd always box to school. Um, and I had two pound a day as well. And depending on how I was feeling, but because I, I have to actually change my route because that same box to school, I always go past that same coffee hall shop with the lion bar, laces, cherries <laughs> in it. So depending on, depending on my mood that day, I was like, cool, do I get, do I get much before I start school and yam it on route? I don't know what kind of fat you are. Why am I yamming? <laughs> Anyway, bro, I'm like, do I get munch on route to school or do I cool off, get munch at school or do I cool off even more, go excellent and get six things and chips? Do you mean it's there, them, them choices there, innit? Mm. So I flip here, these times here, I've just normally, more often than not, I've gotten munch in the morning, junk food in the morning. And because I said, like, I'm a social bubble and whatnot, lunchtime, I'm eating anyway because I'll chat to my man, yo, sandwich, you grabbing that? Nah, run that big man. Oh, yeah, darling, what's going on? You're getting that. Yeah, yeah. yeah man ain't got peace today, so yeah, man, what a Run that. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I must say, run that, you know. Like, it's like you're nicely, like, it's like you're nicely teething off there, bruv. Like, how you doing, man? Yeah, run that. Yeah, you give me oh, that. Yeah, run that. Run that. I spend my lunch money in the morning, know that I would eat in the afternoon, and then, yeah, more time I'll just go yard or whatnot after school, but it's yeah. jokes, jokes, jokes. Yeah, I, I think, um, in terms of, like, money at school, I think, well, I used to get packed lunches when I was, uh, until probably I was about maybe probably year, year eight, when my mum would kind of got to the point where I was like, I ain't going to keep making you food <laughs> if you're going to keep yeah. bringing it back to me, which is absolutely <laughs> fair enough. Um, yeah. So I think it got to, um, maybe it might be, I might be around 16 actually. So what's that, year, year, year? 16 year at least year 16 is when you're going year to 10. college, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You say 10. 16? Uh, well, it was, yeah, before college. So I think it was yeah. around... 
So like year eleven, it was rather year ten or year eleven around them time. Yeah, yeah you're right, you're right. Yeah, year eleven. That's year eleven. That's year eleven. Yeah, yeah 16, no, year eleven. Bro. No, 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 no. I'm trying to figure out what the ages are. So if it's oh, year, 11, oh, 12, year 11 and 12 is, is 16. Yeah, 14, yeah, 14, yeah, 10. Ah, no. Year 12 and 13 is 16. 12 and 13 is 6 or 6 or yeah, so, yeah, yeah, Oh, it's so, one year 12, so yeah. So, okay, so okay, year okay, 10, okay. around year 10, 11, um, mm. I was basically my whole routine throughout my whole life was like go to school, get picked up by whoever's picking me up that day. Da, 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 da. And I think I, when, by the time I got to about 15, 16, um, one of the people that used to pick me up with it was my. I used to get picked up with my sister and then my my two female cousins, and it was uh, my one of my aunties. So by that point, I'm kind of thinking like, do you know what? I just kind of want to be able to do my own thing. I don't really want to have to hang around girls all the time and just want to chill out. So I just started getting the bus, and then when I started getting the bus, I realised I had to start being able to afford the bus. And like, mum was, <laughs> mum was absolutely fine with giving me a bus pass. Da, 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 da. Then I got, I went to a place of like, let me just if I'm. If I'm gonna make the trouble of going like I can take care of myself, let me just take care of myself. So I went and got a job in um in Debenhams. So what would happen is every Thursday, I'd get the bus from um, a place called Wheatley, which is just outside of Oxford, go half an hour into the centre of Oxford, wow. go to Debenhams, do a shift. I'd also top up my bus pass there. That's why I got the job at Debenhams, so I could top up my bus my bus pass and not have to go anywhere else. <laughs> so I'd do that, top up my bus pass, work, go back home, do the same thing every week. Michael, yeah, um, man. But yeah, uh, what kind of uh, what music were you not listening to growing up? I didn't want to talk about. It. I kind of touched let's it. Go P, yeah, P. Let's go P. I grew up listening to. I think first I'll say um, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Which, like he's yes. probably like the first, first artist like, that yeah. I, that I was listening to. Cause I remember like me and my sister we used to like make up routines um, that he had like in smooth criminal and those kind of songs um so i'd say him yo my music taste was weird you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah i I used to listen to like nsync and that yeah yeah, what are you talking about that's not way g nsync went lit bro they got bangers they got bangers but even like now i listen back to some songs and i'm like yeah, well, everything's yeah. changed. Well, now, it, was, it? it was a different time, innit? Yeah, yeah, different era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, nah, they, 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 they had bangers still. I used to listen to NSYNC. And obviously, because I growing up in Jamaica, I listened to a lot of like Beanie Man, Bounty Killer, Sean Paul, um, you know, all of that, all those that. artists from back in. Your wine on girl from seven back. years old, yeah? Huh? <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I was, I was. <laughs> nah, man. You can't do that. Um, you can't do that and get called English, you know. No one at you. That's not. You're not meant to be doing that English. <laughs> English. Uh, I love that. I'm oh done. man. Uh, um, in terms of what music, music growing up in it. Yeah. Like everyone, it. everyone went through a Michael Jackson phase. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I mean, cool. If you're, if you're, if you're like kind of, if you're black, white. Asian, Chinese, um, Indian, human. Uh, human. <laughs> if you were born, if you were born between like now and yesterday, um, you will have. I, I think my first, I think most people's like first like proper memory of like listening to music tends to be Michael Jackson, especially if they come from our community. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it always, always, it's always like MJ or like oh, like you say, dancing to routines. Like I used to try and sing Michael Jackson hard, bro. I used to try and sing it even even when I was young. I couldn't hit them notes, bro. <laughs> yeah, he, even when he I was little, crazy notes. His voice yeah, was yeah, mad. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Well, yeah, sorry, I, I loved, I loved, yeah, I loved. Uh, who, who was the one? Was it Michael? I, I, yeah, I don't know. Michael. I was, I oh, yeah? Michael. Um, oh, <laughs> growing up. Um, cool. So, for me, like, so, 
mainly I used to be in the car a lot. We used to drive, especially when we moved to Milton Keynes, got to London a lot. So in the car, it was always gospel music, gospel music, church music, African gospel music a lot. That was like a, and I played keyboard and drums at church. So musically, gospel and African kind of music is just fair from early, bro. That's how I learned to play by ear, just because everything, that's just music from church and African music and drums and whatnot. Um, and in the house, my parents would bang out Fella quite a lot, Ebenezer, yes, Bay, Yinka, yes. um, yeah, Fella, all these. Yinka, Fella, Fella. Yeah. Um, all these. In artists, my car. Yeah, hey. Look at me and Pete. Look at me and Pete. Yes, that was the one. Oh, yes. But but in terms of me personally, um, I remember when one of the first years I moved to Monkeys, I was on Channel U was on, and Channel U was gassing me up. I was getting into the Jazzy show and whatnot and everything. Yeah. And I remember Michael Jackson coming on as well. And I remember, this is this is a real story, but I remember watching the media video from Usher Burn from start to finish, yeah. I was in my living room, minute, And I, there's a bit where he's like coming out the pool in the jeans and there's fire and that, you know, deep down, yeah. you know. I was watching, I was thinking, <laughs> and, I, and I was like, wow, I want to sing, bruv. I was like, this is lit, bruv. I was like, yeah. I'm old. Man's in LA with the palm trees and that. He's in the whip. He's all there being emotional and emotional as yeah, well. Really I'm like, yeah, bro. <laughs> and mama had his earpiece as well. I was like, yeah, I'm trying to get my earpiece, bro. I was just, I remember just wanting to be like Usher for bad for time, for time. Yeah. Usher was a big, was a big influence. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to, yeah. For me, it was, it was so much. Obviously, having bare siblings. Do you know what I mean? I, I grew up listening to like Jagged Edge. Uh, you're not listening to like and you're older than us as well actually you're like you know what I mean? yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so i grew up listening to like mace uh you know p diddy all of them do you know what i mean obviously like gospel music obviously grew up in church um afro beats uh yeah so i've got like a wide range of music obviously um uh, what do you call it? Let's not forget Spice Girls. Let you know what I mean. You made me laugh yeah. now. Spice Girls. <laughs> Spice Girls have tunes. Spice Girls got tunes. Trust bro. me. Spice Girls Trust me. So yeah, I grew up yeah. listening to all that, man. But yeah, it's because uh, you're older and you got all the siblings as well. Your yeah. music knowledge is crazy. Like, yeah. To, uh, I, I don't know about you guys. Did you guys have a phase? So there was a phase in secondary school, roughly around about two thousand and nine. 2007, 2008, 2009, those three mm. years, yeah, where Bashment music was just... So Afrobeats hadn't even popped in the UK like yeah, that. Yeah, Bashment was only, Bashment. Only the, only the Africans actually listened to that because that's what we had from home and whatnot. I remember yeah. being at school, at school, and every single, whether it was a house party or a day party or a motive or every single thing, was it was Bashment. That was the UK music with Bashment and, like, Garage. That was what, what yeah, at yeah, school, was, was that was what get a run, run, yeah. Bashment, Garage, and Brand. I was at Brand. college them times as well. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. like them times it was when I kind of first started going clubbing. I'd say like two thousand. Yeah. Was it? Cl- yeah, I think because I remember I the first time I went clubbing, I was, I think seven. I was nineteen. No, I'm so when I when I when I mine's on the seventeen. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> yeah, because I I turned eighteen and I didn't even go clubbing until I was nineteen. So I didn't really know what was playing Man. in clubs like that. Do you know what I mean? I remember the first club I went to was. Was a liquid and envy, and it was me and Fred. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was me and Fred, yeah. Can't remember, can't Fred, Fred, Fred. I used your ID. ID. Use my ID. <laughs> I was young boy. Fred used my ID, oh, so yeah, I had my my provisional, and I, I used my passport. Fred used my provisional. I used your provisional like, yeah. Fred, you go first, bro. So he went. They looked at that. Then they came. I came with a passport, <laughs> exactly the same name. So they let wow. me in. Wow. You know what I mean? wow. And then bro. I remember being in there and like, cause they, I've done that, my cousin, bro. Like, uh, 
Yeah, like they, they played more like the dance type music, you know, like the EDM, like dum dum dum. I wasn't really into like that. But then Envy, like the bare bashment in there, just yeah. bare. Envy was lit, bro. We used to have a lot of memories in Envy, bro. So the point in the yeah, UK with Bashment was just a ting, bro. Like I remember just that every playlist was just Bashment. I remember, and then I feel like the band just dropped Oliver Twist, and then it just kind of went vroom. Everyone oh, just like, yes. oh, yeah, and, and then, and then um, Oliver Twist is a massive Yeah, thing. and then Fuse Only G's come out. And he was in, yeah. he had like Kanye West and Jay-Z in his music video. And everyone's like, right, Afrobeats and whatnot. And then before I knew it, yeah. by year 10, year 11, I'm here doing, yeah, of course, you hurt my head. Or, nah, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, yeah, yeah. It mad, it was mad. mad. Do you yeah, remember, I, I don't know how you got old you guys uh, were when Ray J One Wish, One Wish came out. I remember being in year 10 or year 11. Bro, listen, and One yeah. Wish came out, we're all playing on Nokia. How old is that? How old is that? <laughs> I was in the same time when it came in, One Wish. That's all. I, mean, I must have been. You must have been very young, you guys. Got, the but thing it, is, where, the way I grew up, yeah, I'm yeah. Like, in terms of me, like what I listened to growing up was kind of a. I, I will say, I think my first proper memory of listening to music, like the first time I was watching a music video, I thought, wow, that's mad. I think it was, um, I think it was Michael Jackson's Bad. But yes. But like, I just love that video anyway. Uh, so and, that's what, that's when I, I kind of. Like, you know the whole choreo as well. Shaq does like that choreo often. <laughs> no one, never, never. No one. Um, and I, um, but yeah, so I remember like, that started like a very big, like, kind of like, I just loved him. I just thought this guy is insane. He's so, yeah. like, the way I was watching yeah. live videos and live performances, I'm like, this guy was leaving his heart, soul, backside, everything just left out there. So I'm he like, did, that's, man. So for me, that was like, that's the kind of person I want to be like. So I, I completely, like, I put my the fact that I'm a performer down to Will Smith and, and Michael Jackson every time. Yeah, them two were the two people that made me go. This is kind of the direction I want to go. But um, yeah. So I like my um, a lot of my uncles. I think three of them are DJs. So I've always grown up like the family functions, the same kind of songs playing. You got R. Kelly playing. Well, I know that it's the right Listen, yeah. First off, R. Kelly was about, really big. We're talking about yeah. music. We're talking about music. We're not talking about R. Kelly as a person. Talking about his answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I'm sorry to say it. His music, thanks. In our culture, it was so it, influential yeah, growing yeah, up. Yeah. Bruh, yeah. I remember my auntie having me, my younger sister, and my cousins in the living room. We were all doing step to the left, step, we're all in the dub. I don't want to sing it, but it's, <laughs> I don't want to sing it, but it's got bad people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> listen, I'm not going to lie, I might just do a whole cover album of Rock AC Lock and listen to it again. Because we need to listen yeah. to that obviously that music hip apart from yeah, cancel yeah, him, but, but um, TV but music yeah. is kind of a light bang. So yeah, so my, 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 my cousins like my whole iPod like was I used to go to my auntie's house every Tuesday w- once a week, every Tuesday without fail, like like clockwork, I'll be at my auntie Sam's house. And that would mean take your USB and your phone because you're gonna sync your iTunes and get some new music, bro. So Lime wire. Thing. Lime wire. Man said iTunes. <laughs> He's got money but, from Oxford. No, 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 Oh, yes. he starts like he's all crying when he's singing it. 
that was so good. Yeah, just see. It was about eight years ago. It was emotional, Rob. Like that came out. Oh, I just looked up 20, 2005. That came out. That's oh, mad. Uh, I, was, I was nine. I was nine. I was mad. fully what, six, seven. I was definitely. I must, been, I must been eight then. Eight, just yeah. eight. Just turned eight. That's so mad. That's so mad. Well, well, similar, well, was, similar to you, Fred. Older siblings. So my older sister, my older sister was born in Nigeria. She came to England later on. I met my older sister when I was like. Around that age, 10, 9, 10, 11. Right. And she came, she used to listen to Joe, Joe, Mariah oh, Carey. Yes. Oh, but my older sisters are, but Joe, yeah. Mariah Carey, and who else did she listen to? She used to listen to a lot of boys to men, a lot of, um, um, uh, what's that, what's that group? TGT with, um, yeah. Tank and, and, um, Tyrese, Tyrese and Genuine. Oh, yeah. 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 And I was like, oh, she, Singing these songs and and she used to bang Bare Westlife actually Bare Westlife. Yeah. Westlife, um, Westlife, had tunes. Westlife had tunes. Bare Westlife. Listen, yeah, yeah. Oy, shout out to the, the boys. Boy zone. Zone. Um, boy zone. Boy zone. Blue, blue was different. Blue was blue. Blue was cold. Blue was cold. Blue. Blue. I wanted to be when Simon. I want to be I met bloody Lee Ryan from from Blue. I was teaching, bro. And I didn't realize that I was oh, I was teaching his son, and I didn't realize that he was. Wow. Um, I didn't realize that at the time he was here to pick his his, his son up. So I walked out of the class I'm, that I'm a TA for, and I look around. I go, "Isn't that the sickest voice in all of England, Lee Ryan over there?" Just sitting there, <laughs> there. Lee Ryan used to sing all the sickest parts on Blue. He did, Every, he did, all he did. the good bits. Just say, Underrated, underrated. Sway, that guy, if Sway like. came back now, I'd be, I'd be all for it, bro. I'd love to hear like, another Sway album or something. I, I don't know if he's still active, actually. I'm just kind of talking. Um, so uh, you, in, in terms of hip hop, like, because obviously, Michael, you're saying you watch Channel U and stuff. How did you, did you guys ever, like, for me, I never really like, I didn't really fall in love with grime. I loved Pow, both versions of Pow were like just insane. I loved a lot of UK music, but I was never really like a 
in a in a grind person just because I was oh, so no. in my hip hop like like because I'm yeah. I think it's just always it's, I set up from birth and when my dad's named me after Tupac I just it's just a downhill cycle of just that's it that's the lane you're gonna yeah. listen to really and like hip hop for me like I never I wasn't really into like I was into like Chipmunk I was into uh, Little Bizzle I really liked Dizzy Rascal but I liked Dizzy Rascal because it didn't feel a bit it wasn't it didn't feel like grime like boy, yeah. uh, uh, was it Boy in the Corner that is Boy in the Corner. Yeah, he done songs on a lot of that, like, like, lower beats. Like, yeah, fix like, up, look sharp is one. Fix up, look sharp is one I was thinking of. Yeah, like, yeah, and like, um, he's just a rascal was a big tune as well. I love that song as well. Yeah, Gr- uh, Grime yeah, was so, like Grime was that like bread and water, bro. So, like I said yeah. um, earlier, I was even though I moved to Milton Keynes, I was in London so much, and especially like I said about church. So, because my church was in London, everyone there was from London majority, and I remember so, and I was one of the younger people there. So, one of my oldest called Samuel, um, he's an artist now, he's a rapper called The Radar. Um, Rebecca, Rebecca Winter is an artist right now, I don't know if you guys have heard of Rebecca yeah. Winter. Um, but they're all from West London, I had people from West London, I'm from South London, and I was like, we'd be to Milton Keynes, but everyone's like, oh yeah, you're, you might as well from London anyway, technically, whatnot. Yeah. But these men were on, bruv, but I'm telling you, um, it's called um, England, England, ah, oh, England 10 or something like that, it's got Ice Kid, it's got Chip, it's got Gets, it's got Scorcher, yeah, yeah. it's got Griminal, but Grime was like, it was like... Grime was, was hard. Griminal, I went to school with Griminal, yeah. I, 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 yeah. Like, I remember you saying that. Griminal's in my year, bro. Griminal's in my year, bro, yeah. The nickname like Joshua Ramsey. Well, you got my snap like that, like... like no, no, no. We we were never boys, but he was in my yeah. He, no, he was a he was he was trouble man. He was like yeah. All, all, everyone knows about the Ramsey brothers and that. They yeah, were like loads of them. But um, no, no. He was he was just a trouble kid. He, he, he got kicked out. He got kicked out. But I left. There we go. But now, but, like, yeah, he's hard. Yeah, I, 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 I just yeah, remember hard. like it was like that was it in it. Like, cause we used to have youth church as well, and we'd go up to a little different section. Everyone would just catch and whatnot, read Bible and chat, chit chat, whatnot. And it was just yeah. gram and like that was what we we're doing our spare time. We'd spit freestyle in it. Like everyone want somebody would back up on a gram instrumental and just, you know, try spit a bar and if you were dead you'd just get cussed and that was it. And then I remember taking it yeah. very personally because I was dressed, but I was like what, ten or nine. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you know what I mean? And I'll go to the shop, get yeah. millions, I'm still better by myself. <laughs> yeah, grandma grandma listened to Grime quite a lot, because uh yeah, a lot of people I think you know when you remember the whole clashing days and stuff. I had it on yeah, DVD. Like, my, friend, my friend, yeah, MC, and they all clashing. So my friends, I remember like all that like, DWE, all them people and stuff like listening to. <laughs> yeah, so you know, so yeah, just yeah. having that influence, obviously, and yeah. with this garage kind of. But yeah, you know, I missed. I missed. Of, um, so solidly crew and all that. Yeah, the only oh. things so I was. Did, did you have was, channel? Was, did you watch channel? You Shaq? Uh, I've watched it. I've never. I've never. I was never like. If I went to like some of my my um my godbrothers' houses, like they used to listen to grime a lot. Like my cousin, my cousin, my cousin, my, my godbrother Daniel, he used to listen to grime a lot. So I had that kind of knowledge of it. It was very vague knowledge. I listened to uh, Garage a lot. I loved Garage. I loved um, uh, but yeah, but like, for me, like I'm. I was growing up watching like, I remember living through the Fifty Cent game beef. Like I was, I remember seeing these songs coming out and listening to it as it's coming out as like yeah. as young as i was this was the music i was listening to i listened to g unit snoop dog um uh nate dog i was listening to eminem i was listening to, I was listening to a lot of hip-hop i was listening to a lot of um i used to listen to uh, elephant man all the time um i used to, listen to beanie man I've, I've got like beanie man playlists like in my phone like i i think that's one of my, my favorite artists from ja um i have like for me it was just like it was just kind of mix everything. I, I got in, I went a massive jazz phase during like my in my like when I was fourteen. 
listen to Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, like um, yeah, Michael Buble, all them man there. Nat King Cole. Nat King Cole. That's my guy in college. Being old, yeah. Man like Nat King I love to be that crew in college, boy. Yeah. I think everyone must go through that phase if you're like one of like a singer performer. You find yourself singing a jazz song at some point in your life, and like you just think, oh, that's me. Because everyone looked good in a suit. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah, so um, what were the kind of, I was thinking in terms of songs, like, what are the hits, like, that we've grown up with now that are, when they play, you're always, you're always banging them. So one is obviously Kanye West, Gold Digger. We all know if that comes on the club, nine times out of ten, people are gonna, it's gonna be a kind of decent I remember, experience. I remember when Umbrella by Rihanna dropped. And that yeah. was mental. That that did, that, I, did, I, I, did, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't stop hearing that song for a very long time. When that dropped, yeah. I was like, "Right." Then remixes are dropping and all that shit. Yep. Remember? Remix uh, remember when? Not even so much crack that, but when "Kiss Me Through the Phone" came out. Bro, Soldier Boy had a period, bro. Soldier Boy. Soulja Boy had a period. Yeah, he yeah. really did. Soldier Boy. Had a, yeah. It's mad though, isn't it? Because like I was looking at um the other day that I think that there's a another a new song that came out um called what. Popping by a guy called uh, Jack Harlow. Oh, Jack! Hey, that's a tune, yeah. you know. What's popping? Yeah, yeah, it's a banger, banger. And it's obviously the remix came out, and it's got um Lil Wayne, it's got um the baby, and it's got um Tory Lanez. Um, and that that song banged like Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez, wherever you are, I don't know what's happened. I don't know if you're arrested or what, but your verse was sick. I'm glad it was your last one. Um, but uh, um, yeah. Do you remember when there was there was a definite period? where they were just remixing, dropping all the time. And nine times out of ten, it came from DJ Khaled. But remember when they used to just do all-star remixes? Don't do shit like yeah, that, though, like, um, Touch it. Oh, remember Touch yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, Touch it. Oh, yeah. my God. Wow, stupid remixes, bro. I remember, when, I remember going on LimeWire and getting a full thing. So every person that ever did a, a, a Touch It remix, the, the whole yeah, tune, bro. Yeah. Lloyd Banks, Papoose. Um, Mary, Mary J. Blige. Blige. Oh, yes. my God. Yes. Oh, yeah. my days. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm gonna take it back to Grime. I'm, one of the remixes that I love from Grime was um, down 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 now game over. Yeah, Titi Strider. Game you had gigs. Over. You had Titi Strider. Was that guy? Shit. Devlin. Devlin. Devlin's hard. Shit's worse on that. Shit. Is disgusting. Shit. That even Tiny shit. Temple was on that as well. Yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. that. That was the first time that Chips is tiny, wasn't it? The first time he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was best newcomer. I remember that still. He went in. Yeah, do you remember that whole moment as well? I was watching the other day on Link Up TV that the rap that's called Grime Beef or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about Chips and Tiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about that whole scene. That was the one point when I, that was like when I just started transitioning into like listening to more UK stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of like, I think, as much as I hate to say it, I think my first access into like actually listening to um, UK music more regularly was End Ups. Like, I, okay, I used that's to cool, really like, cold. I used to really like yeah, it. Yeah, they, they, they were good. Because they, 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 they had that show on Channel 4 being End Ups as well, so I kind of found myself, I accessed it. That, that was way, sick as well. Being End Ups was funny as hell. Do you remember Phaser doing the burn dance in the palm trees? They went to the road, didn't it? When they went to I LA to sign, that. they went to LA to sign I the death trap. And Phaser's driving through LA and he sees his palm trees and he goes, wait a minute, he goes on the phone, he sees the video, he goes, 
No, get me out the car, jumps out the car, start playing the song, dancing that He's like, I can't believe I'm here. They had it on a plate, you know. Yeah. They they had it on a yeah. plate and I bro. just don't know what happened, bro. Triple platinum, bro. They went triple they had a bangers platinum. after bangers after bangers. But uh, like you said, I don't know what happened. I think there's a bit of a money their situation. Best song is on with, um, their best song is on with Skepta, um, So Alive. What, um, So Alive? Nope, nope. Their best song for me is I'll Defeat You with Chip. Okay. You believe you can mention me? Like, I have open doors. Open doors. What? Oh, that yeah, bagger <laughs> still. How could you I mention a, the I, I like my favorite one. Bro. Probably was their very first tune that I heard when Daffy singing. Yeah, better now. Wait, oh, wait, my, my, my yes. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, so yeah. And then with Talisa, like, oh, 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 honestly, I'm dead. I'm dead man. You remember? So, I remember. Yeah, I was in America up. for um when you know um clips. You remember when clips like you, oh, you push clips. And, um, yeah, yeah, and they came a grinding. That was a tune, you know. I was listening to the beat yesterday. Grinding. Let me let me ask let me ask you man something. What, what's the um what's the first album or CD or cassette that you bought with your own piece? First one, the first one I got, Ooh. and um actually this is actually my first experience of music. The first cassette that was bought specifically for me and I asked for it as a child, like mm. who is old was Who Let the Dogs Out. That song, bang, I can what anyone say. That song, Who Let the Dogs Out is a vibe. I still listen to that now. But my first yeah. album that I... Who let the dogs out? When the party was mm. the burning, mm. jumped in. Yippee-yay-yo, hey! yippee yay That's a banger, that's a banger. That's a banger. Um, but um, my first, the first album I think I got for, my, for myself. Yeah, yeah, that you bought your own um, piece. No, it's probably blue, you know. If I actually think about it, if I'm being honest, it's probably blue. I wish I could tell you, like, oh, yeah, it was it was Luther Vandross, it was... Da, da, da. Nah, I think it was blue. <laughs> I think it was blue, guilty, and I know exactly where that is in my house right now. If I could... If you, like, said, oh, go get me blue, guilty, I could drive to my yard, pick the actual album up and show you where it is. Yeah. But my yeah. mum used to buy... My mum was the one who used to buy albums. She used to buy... Uh, she bought... Um, we had Confessions, we had 8701, we had... Um, we had Luther Vandross's best hits, like, two different CDs of that. We had, um, we had Under Construction by Missy Elliott. So work it, get your freak on. All them songs in one place. Oh, get your freak on. Bear, Kanye, like, we got, um, we got late registration by Kanye West. That was the one of them I got. Um, just Bear, Bear albums, Sean Paul, D- um, Dutty Rock. Um, Dutty Rock, I had that album. Yeah. yeah. I remember that, yeah. But yeah, it was just, just literally kind of like, my musical influence just comes from everywhere, bro. Like whether I, whether it's, if I see something, I go, yeah, I like that. I'll just, I get engrossed in it for a second, and then it will just stay in like it's like a locked-in thing. And like, that's a part of a playlist. This is my jazz playlist. This is my summer playlist. This is my 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 G funk playlist, which is just all Snoop Dogg, Nick Dogg, Warren G. That hot anything they made, like just albums. That's yeah, two pack, yeah. two playlist. That's first album. But that, I, that I actually bought was probably around 2002. It was B2K Pandemonium. Oh, <laughs> my days. B2K yeah, yeah. were just hard. You see that album, bro? Oh, oh, my God. Baggers after baggers after bagger. That you know one song on that album that I love that's better underrated? It's Baby Girl. Why do you look so sad? Baby girl. That tune is too nice, bruv. I, I told you about yeah. <laughs> the hard one. Even though I don't want to bring my man up again, but uh we kind of need to talk about since we're talking about BBK, is that I need a girlfriend remix, the Pi Piper remix. Oh yeah. Oh I need a girl. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I need a girl. 
Yeah, BTK. BTK. Oh, no, no, your cars and jeeps. That song that song was my choice. I used to that religiously. In fact, I might have to wheel that song back up as soon as I finish off this. I'm trying to song I got. Do you know what tune I love that's underrated? Do you remember the Rugrats movie? And it's like, take me there. I wanna go. You know what, Maya? Maya, Maya and, uh, oh, they, they were young. They're youngsters. Nah, Maya and they're black, black street boys. They're black street boys. Black street got bangers. Black street or black street? Black street. It was black street. Oh, black street. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, with uh, Mace as well. I remember that tune, bro. That was like a nurse round, but they made it. <laughs> it was old school rugrats. Yeah, RB, yeah. But I yeah, think what I bought with my lot. money was against yeah. all odds. I think I actually got it on my iTunes now. Um, must have been end of you know. I think it was the first thing I actually yeah. bought that I had. Oh really? Yeah, I don't know why, yeah. but you know. <laughs> the only time I've ever like I've never ever bought a tune. Like the only song I bought by accident was the backing track for Guys and Dolls. Man, peak. Is it? I thought I was just downloading it to listen. I remember yeah. I my own piece to get. I got the first album I bought was Skepta doing it again. And oh, I remember, wow. and I remember that. But that's um, so it lives on that one, Shaq. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Doing it again, and I was like, I heard it. This one I was in my. So this is like the first couple of years I moved to MK and whatnot. And I remember hearing it on my little. I had my Walkman player. I put the thing in there, with my earphone and whatnot. And I used to bop to school with that thing. And I remember yeah. like, yeah, like, wow, Skeppy is hard. But I used to go, like, you know, when you feel like they're like, yeah. you you feel like what they're saying coming from you because they're saying it was such a vim and then you feel sick because you know the lyrics so you're yeah. like yeah man knows the words but so you're spitting that in right. class and what like, oh my day exactly I, I made a habit from when i was young just learning lyrics so i can just spit them in in any situation oh, like if you're if we're vibing the vibe i'm gonna bar everyone else out even, like, <laughs> if I wrote it, bro. bro it got to oh, a point where days. it got to a point where my I, I knew my songs so well that i could go mm. here's my phone put a song on i'll tell you what it is before you hear the lyrics, way Andrew. before you hear the lyrics, like the, the first sound, I was like, "Yeah, yeah. Billie Jean." Da, 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 da. Uh, oh, yeah, that's California Love. Oh, that's um, Jeez and Hustlers" by Snoop Dogg. It was never like, never had an issue with that kind of stuff. But yeah, learning lyrics was big. Do you remember when um, "Cha Cha Slide" popped? And oh, shit yeah. like that. The songs yeah. that used to that popped at school, like "Cha Cha Slide" popped. Um, mm -hmm. uh, "Kiss Me Through the Phone" Sad. popped. Sad. 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 Remember, hey, Sue, I just want to talk to you. you <laughs> that's all yeah. popped up at school. That was that. You know, that's gang. That came out the same year as, um, I feel like I swear that must have come out. I, I remember it coming out very similar time to that. Was it, that, was, that, was, that, that was, I'm pretty sure. Google it now before I say this. I want to see if I'm right. Yeah. H2O, I think, came out in 2008. I think I'm I think so. Right. And I think, I, I, I think swear, so. I feel like it came out the same day. I feel, for me, the way my memory works, I feel like it came out the same day as Crack That Soul. I'm dead. Like, I'm I remember dead. being at school, like, people going, like, nah, this song's better. Nah, that song's better. Nah, this song's sick. Listen to the way he says Crack That. You see, it's a massive super soak the hose. Do you even know what a hose is? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember what, um, Pete? Do you remember in called? college? Uh, what is that song going to be? Is that, is that Timberland album? Timberland oh, album. Oh, um, yeah. It had, uh, and it's got, um, uh, what's that song again? Yeah. Oh, um, that's um, Timberland. That's, that's no the way I are. Yes, that came out. That yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. We had a jazz teacher, yeah? He did the head, he did the head exercise. That oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, would, <laughs> he loved it, you know? This guy loved oh, it. Yeah, oh. yeah I remember that, um, that, album, that album was sick, man. That album was what's hard. That album oh. What's that album called? I don't know. That's a good oh, album. Timberland. Um, oh, it's got that bear tunes on it. Had that it's, got Tim, yeah. it's got the tune of Billy Furtado on it as well. It's got, um, yeah, um, yeah. Oh, Shock Value, Shock Value. 
That's so, it. Chuck Valley. Chuck Valley. I'm going yes. to blow you man's mind. You remember this tune? Oh, you got four minutes to save the world. Just like Madonna. Oh, Madonna. Yeah, four minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Simple at the beginning. You know they got four minutes. Take it, take it, four minutes. Do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember? Carry out. Carry out. Justin Timberlake and that whole in the step up. Carry out. Oh, so bad. It's a banger. I think I think we can all agree that from at least 2012 onwards, it's just gone downhill. Because all these songs you might have listened there, I'm thinking like, yeah. wow, 7 or 8 or 9, but that music doesn't sound like that. Though. It doesn't, oh, you know, yeah, like, it doesn't beats, sound like that. The beats that Timbaland would produce, and, yeah, Pharrell Williams, oh, yeah. God. Yeah. And you actually have to, you have to, to find a song that equates that kind of quality, you have to look deep now, like, you to find to. these new artists that aren't being like, like, for me, like, the people that I listen to now, are like, kind of like, especially like, I'm going more R&B wise, because I feel like rappers, a lot in a lot of ways, rap hip hop has kind of changed for the better. If you li- depending on who you're listening to, because trap music is is some wild shit that doesn't even make sense to me. But if you listen to like a if you listen to like a D Smoke, it's kind of refreshing. Listen to a Kendrick Lamar, it's actually it, I feel like that's a step up from like a Tupac. As much as I love Tupac, and I think I think Tupac's actually very, very underrated in terms of his lyrical ability. Um, but yeah, look, you're looking at like the people I listen to now into the R&B. You got like her. Um, Ari Lennox, so that was great. Like, She's really good. Like, um, Anderson Pack kind of floats within that kind of region, but like you don't really like to listen to to find like that music. You have to look for it, especially in the UK. Like you're not hearing them kind of songs. You're hearing like, Chad, man, I, even like tweeted I, I tweeted the other day. I said, "Yo, someone just at me a thread of just UK male R and B artists." Because I was I was yeah. thinking about it. I was thinking like, well, for starters, a lot of my R and B right now is female. Even yeah. within the UK, so I'm talking the LMA. You've got um, Mahalia, you've got Snow Allegra, like you said, Avi Lennox. You've got yeah. Summer Walker. Like I'm all just, you know, all of, there's a lot of female R&B going on. And obviously, my boy Chris Brown, he's been doing R&B, he has been doing whatever. But in the UK, I was thinking, apart from Angel, cause I love Angel, but Angel, we failed be, Angel, man, we failed. Oh, Angel. We felt, but I mean, we failed Angel. But for oh, me, it's yeah. like I don't know any UK male. So if anyone's watching this and wants to put me on, yeah. comment, bro. I want to hear some UK That's R&B. Thing. I, I, I replied to it. I could only find. Yeah. I could only think of one. Of Sam Henshaw, and I don't Sam even Henshaw. know how, like how R&B Henshaw. is. I don't even know how R&B is. He kind of doesn't really. He's kind of like. Kind of like mainstream R&B, like a mainstream R&B. There used to be a lot of them though. There used to be like uh, Mark Asari, um, Luke Essien, all them like they tried to. Oh, Luke Essien was it. Okay, that's it. They just didn't really get the breakthrough like they they should have done, really. Yeah, Yeah, it's a bit mad. But yeah, I feel like music needs to be fixed up by better people. People need to fix up their music, guys. Come on. Pierre, drop an album, please. That's what we want to hear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah actually, Pierre, go on and tell the people then what's the latest, what's the latest yeah, that's work it, of art, what's it. the latest track, what's the latest piece of music you've been working on and whatnot. Um, yeah, well, uh, last year I put uh, dropped the album on my Spotify and other platforms called Major Things, uh, which cool. was like eleven songs that uh, were all produced by me. Um, but this year I really wanted to just focus on releasing um, just like singles, really. Singles, yeah. Um, and I've still been doing like regular freestyles on my Instagram and stuff, so that that's been good. Um, but so far, I've released um, a reggae song called "Nothing Like You," but the beat wasn't. Uh, I didn't really have rights to the beat, so I wasn't able to put it on all platforms. But um, my next thing is uh, I've done a song called "Black and Powerful," um, which is out now, and it's really um, it's just kind of my take on. Uh, every-
everything that I've been seeing going on uh, recently to do with race. Um, but uh, I've kind of chose to kind of step away from talking about directly speaking about like the police brutality kind of yeah. side of it and yeah, kind yeah. Of, um, more trying to educate people um, in this realm. So uh, that video will be coming out um, within the next few days, um, but the okay. comments are already out. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been working on more recently. Yeah. So by by the time this um by the time this actually drops, the song will be out. So we'll put a link. We'll put a link in the description. Um, I think it will. Do, do you know exactly what day it'll come out, or do you, have you got a um, set for the date? video? For the um, video, I, yeah. Yeah, for the video, I don't have a set date. I'm just trying to make sure that it's um completely right before I drop it. Um, yeah. But mm. the song is already out now. The song's out on all platforms now. Oh, that's, that's dope, amazing yeah. so go oh, check that people we'll put it in the yeah. description and whatnot in it for sure check it um fred you wanted to do today's um uh, black business shout out so I'll, I'll yes um you. yeah so um this is actually my brother's and you know his business partner's uh business it's called a platinum car company it's a luxury car hire company and also they also do like private jets as well um so yeah follow them on instagram twitter um, yeah, support black businesses, you know how we do. Yeah, for sure. No, uh, again, amazing. that'll be in the description as well. Um, yeah, obviously, uh, thank you guys so, so, so much for watching this one. This has actually been a really, really fun. It's very, I've really enjoyed looking back at shit recently. I like I don't know it. What yeah, 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 this, this is, is a, bit, still a good one still, yeah. A bit of nostalgic vibe right now, but um, yeah, yeah, so obviously, thank you. Um, thank you, Pierre, for coming on. Pierre, Pierre yeah, yeah, thanks, Pierre, man. So, it's that. so sick having that extra experience yeah. as well. Um, so thank you so and much. Your, and, your, um, and your fellow yard man as well. Don't, don't forget that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> in fact, in fact yeah. from now on, the guests, can o- the guests can only be Jamaican from now on. Because sometimes I say stuff and now I feel outnumbered because it's just not the same opinion. Like, what? <laughs> you mean I can't wind the girl up like, what? What? <laughs> subscribing you know we rate you and we love you so much shout out to the nit bags who watch this all the nit bags big yourselves up <laughs> um, obviously this is Django Jr Shaq signing out big up yourself give me Fred smile I don't know what I'm doing there <laughs> hey just run with it run with it do you know what it. do you know run what it's Fred smiling here Fred you know smiling. I'm dead. <laughs> hey you lot peace and love it's your boy Michael Mwah. yeah big up yourselves guys thank you so much for watching take care bye, bye.